Blog Talk Radio. A good effort, Tim Tomaschek. Tim, a lot of times we've had you on only once or twice. You've been anxious to get on again. You didn't think it would be in this circumstance. Oh, no. Jeepers, creepers. Not, not at all. Everybody who works doesn't even probably know I'm on. I do uh, work at Chapco. Hello, everybody from Green Bay. I love you, Mom and Dad and everybody. Eh? Yes, I feel like I deserve to come out tonight and give the crowd what they're paying for because some guys seem to be forgetting and thinking that I'm a nice guy or something. I am nice, but I'm awful crucial with these hands. One. I don't need chicken though. One, two. I didn't challenge me with somewhat tr- primitive skills. They're just as good as dead. No, I'm not a blue, not a blue, blue. Uh, it's a good band. He did some good body shots, but uh, core game on 100. I do sit up. In fact, it's Saturday night for Tony Jones. Hey man, yeah. I'm gonna go home and break my wife's hip. Yeah. I ain't had sex with her in a while. She's gonna feel the pain. I've been doing this. I ain't been up and fell off. I've been through the Lennox Lewis era, the Nassim Hamid era, the Sugar Shane Moses era, the Oscar De La Hoya era, Mark Antonio Barrera. I've been through all the eras, and I still been here. Give me mine. at your live is the standing eight count and it starts now. Before the first round, I'll make a back down. I'm coming for the ground and no, we don't back down. I beat the track down, screaming like the crowd's gonna react. Wow, pound for pound, I'm the best in this game, man, hands down. The way I stand out ain't looking for a handout. I'm undisputed, gassed up, and never ran out. I'm underrated, undefeated, and look the brand out. Ladies and gentlemen. Sportscast Radio, Steady Ain't coming in together like motherfucking Voltron, if you will. Because we got some boxing to talk about. We got some football to talk about. We got some drafts to talk about. And uh, that, that team, that team on uh, Chavez Ravine, they picked up Shohei Otani. So I have to oh, vote. Yeah. I have to quote yeah. about it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, boo, boo, give me the hate, baby. It's easy to be a Dodgers fan. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. At least they hey, try man. to do things. The hey, Twins man. just saw Here you go. Everyone take our players. Come, come to our ball field and, and pay for our ball field, but we're not going to sign anyone. <laughs> now they're, they're trouting Luke out at shortstop this year. That's, I'd, I'd kill it. <laughs> You'll be out there with your my team cards and shit with a power up. Hanging, hanging out with Carlos Correa. I'll, I'll uh, kick him in his knees. Yeah, there you go. Otherwise, I I wouldn't allow you near me if you hung out with him, Luke. I don't know yeah. if you guys heard, but the Twins are seeking trades for Jorge Polanco and Max Kepler. Well, oh, cool. Max Kepler's kind of Max Max Kepler's kind of whack. Yeah, but. Like, they're, they're like their two only players left. I feel <laughs> like they uh they finally were like uh they they're trying to finally trade Kepler what like two three years late. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so annoying. I don't I don't even want to look. The only reason 
I even want to bring up the Otani thing isn't to gloat, but I think uh, what I there there was an example I heard about what he is, and I wanted to get you guys' opinion on that. So that's the reason I'm Absolutely bringing it up. We can, I, I I only wanted to get Elijah's opinion anyway, so I'll, I'll get that. I'll get Bobby Pacquiao's later on. Not that blow blow. It's a good punch, <laughs> man. By the way, looking at the Minnesota card for this Saturday at the Armory, um, the lowest ranked fighter is ranked number fifteen fifty eight on BoxRec. Guerrero and Berto don't even have rankings anymore. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I want to get into the main thing that, that we're going to talk about here is we we go through standing a cover real quick here before we jump into the the bread and butter that we've been talking a lot with the NFL. Uh, we saw another person, the second person ever, uh, behind Terrence Crawford, I believe, uh, to double unify, two different classes yep. now. Uh, Devin Haney destroys 120-107 on the scorecards, third round, knockdown is the reason it wasn't a 108. That's why it made the 10-8 round. But took every round there was defeating Regis Progray, who landed only 36 punches. 10% of his punches were landed. That's it. Uh, I think it was, was, uh, I think Haney, sorry, go ahead. My bad. Yeah. Haney not only dominates him, but lands about 36% of his punches. I believe was the, was the number I saw. Um, Yeah. I think it was a record. 35%. I think it was a record. It was a record. Oh, sorry. God damn it. No, you're okay. You're fine. Don't, don't, don't get frustrated. I just talk a lot. That's okay. I was just, I was going to say, I think it's a record. For, I think Devin Haney set a, set a record like in a title match for like since CompuBox for the least amount of times of being hit. Jeez, I think I'm I think he said. Man, that's crazy! That what a stat! You see it since CompuBox. God. Yeah, I believe so. He, I, uh, think Floyd, I think Floyd Mayweather might have originally held the the record, but don't quote me on that. Haney landed 129 of 367 for 35%. 49 of his 195 jabs. Power punches landed 80 of 172 for 47%. Regis Progray landed 36 out of 363 for 10%. Only landed 5 out of 251 jabs, 2%. Yeah, he's never been much of a jabber. 31 of 112 on the power punch for 28. I mean, that's, this is domination. I said this to you in the, uh, in our screening room, we've now seen four fighters that are all considered pound for pound guys who are trying to make a case to be the pound for pound. Saul Canelo Alvarez, Terrence Crawford, Devin Haney, and Giovanna Davis. All four of them, Arguably, Ryan Garcia, Regis Progray, Jermel Charlo, and then obviously the Errol Spence Jr. all fought talent. They all fought good, talented fighters and just destroyed. It was utter domination. And we get, coming up on uh, the 26th, number two ranked pound for pound, Nelia anyway, uh, in a unification with Marlon Tapales. Probably going to be the same thing. Is this the first time, Elijah, you could think in years where we've seen five guys who essentially have unified everywhere they went, argued to be the best, but then literally their last fight of the year showcase the best thing they've 
ever done, you could argue, all in a row, just month by month by month. I mean, this is the craziest six months I think we've seen in boxing with that ever. Yeah, I I can't recall <laughs> the time, honestly, that so many different fighters have unified and dominated. It's just it's crazy or just looked as good as, good as they've had in, like, their biggest fights. I mean, it's nuts. Like, do you, do you look at the positive of all of them fighting quality fighters that maybe next year we're going to get back to what we had a couple of years ago when we kept saying boxing is so gangster right now? We used to rank the weight classes. Everything was so equal and good. You think we're going to get there? I mean, is this? I don't know. Everybody seems to be know. fighting people. You know, Joshua know, like, Wilder on the same card. Better beat us fighting Callum Smith in January. Fury and Usek in February. We still have Jesse Rodriguez, Sonny Edwards next weekend. And we're getting we're getting fights. You you got to think that if Joshua and Wilder win, I mean, it's got to be to get to fight each other finally, right? You would think so, and. Wilder and Joshua have kind of had their issues in the past about getting the fights, but I mean, we could be seeing that again, but like, I still think um, some of the fights that we want to see aren't going to happen, like, which is disappointing. Like we're more than likely not going to see a Devin Haney versus Shakur Stevenson or a Devin Haney versus Tank Davis. Um, we're probably not even going to see like Tank Davis fight Shakur Stevenson or anything like that, you know. So, unless Crawford can like move up, maybe and fight a bigger name. I mean, he's going to fight Errol Spence again, and that's going to be a probably a stinker of a fight. And. <laughs> Supposed to be December and, too. Any, out of time. Yeah. It, <laughs> anyway, anyway, he's kind of running out of people to fight unless he wants to like move up. And that's the thing is he just got done unifying a division. Is he gonna? Yeah. You know, and, do you already have him move up again. I mean, if he wants to fight a big name, possibly, but how how far can he? How far up can he keep going? I mean. If he goes to 126, I don't see anybody that's – I mean, your your champions are um, – you know, me and Luke talk about this guy in wrestling a lot, uh, the dreaded vacant. He's a, he's a tough challenger. Um, <laughs> so you have vacant with the WBA. You have Ray Vargas, WBC, Luis Alberto Lopez, IBF, and Rafael Espinosa, WBO. I don't see anybody doing – I don't see anything being a problem until he gets to 135. And 135 might be, like, too much of a jump for yeah, him. Yeah, because like, then he's going from 118. If he started 115, 118. Yep. You know, he gets to 135, then he's fighting Davis or Stevenson. And they they just might be just too, too big. big and too, too big and too strong. I mean, and, like, I, I like – watching Davis as a fighter, but he kind of, he's one of those guys that he kind of makes the rules and he's very similar to Canelo to me where he makes the rules of his fights 
he's not going to give any advantages mm-hmm. to the other fighter. If possible, he's going to make the fighter a fighter to catch weight, you know, so I like Davis, but that's why I don't see him fighting any of the other big guys like Haney's not go- Haney's not going back down to 135. He'd be stupid if he did. Like mm-hmm. he probably needs to keep moving up. Like he could probably fight at 147, honestly. You do hate do you do Haney Crawford? Is that nah, money? Not yet. That could be money, but I don't know if Haney's ready for Crawford. If he if he goes up to 147, I think he'd probably go maybe after someone like uh Connor Ben. Like Boots? Is he going to fight Boots at us? <laughs> he supposedly, 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 he, uh, supposedly he said he would he would fight Boots and Barrios could be on the table. Like I've heard Keith Thurman, which could be a oh, decent fight time. at 147. Let's go. I'm glad but, I didn't have to pay for him and Garcia, by the way. Oh, yeah, like but I just... Stupid. I just I don't know, but and uh, they're Haney could fight Garcia, like that's an option. Yeah. Like Oscar's Oscar's pushing for that fight, but I think I think they want to fight Roly first. I don't think Ryan Garcia is going to beat Haney either. Oh no, like neither do I. But that would be a pretty pretty huge huge fight because yeah, that's true. Garcia Garcia brings his fans, and Haney actually sold out the. Um, Whatever the whatever the the arena that they just fought out gold was it the Golden State oh, Warriors yeah, arena yeah or that sold out his fight so I mean like so Davis good. and Davis and Haney could be or Garcia and Haney could be a big money fight but I don't know man like I just I think there could be some good fights but I, like I said just the like guys that are super popular especially Tank Davis, they're just, I don't know if they're going to be willing to fight each other. Yeah. And I could see too, if anyway goes up that far and fights a, you know, Devin Haney or something, win or lose, that has a lot of Roy Jones after John Ruiz feel to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Congratulations. You proved you're good enough to win that fight, but you just ruined your career doing that. Yeah. And I don't want to see, I mean, I guess I would want to see him take the fight because it's a challenge and it would help him, you know, solidify him. But I also would like to see longevity because his fights are super, super fun to watch. Yeah, it's he uh, anyways in a in an interesting position because they're literally he's running out of names to fight. Um, Luke, I'll, uh, a quick example for you on if you were talking about Naoya anyway. Think of Demetrius Johnson in UFC. He's tight. Where there's just nothing left for him to do. You know what I mean? He just needs to retire then. He just pretty much beat everyone, and then he left and went to a different company type thing, which there isn't in boxing. Well, I I think Demetrius Johnson leaving the UFC was, like, pretty amazing for his career because he fought that dude that, that, like, a lot of people thought could beat him. That the guy who like had the huge size size advantage over him, and the guy beat him. And then Johnson you, got his rematch, and Johnson like knocked him out or whatever. Are, Not was Rod that Tang. one? Huh? Yeah, that was, was in that, one. 
Um, I think that was his first. I think that was his first fight and won. And he fought that guy who was just—he was huge. He was way bigger than him. And was that that Yuya Wakamatsu? I can't remember his name, but he was bigger, like way bigger, younger, and I think he stopped Demetrius Johnson. And then they fought again. And after I think that was this fight oh, was after the Rod Tank uh, fight. Adriano Moreas. Yeah, and then. And then he beat him twice. Jo- yeah, I think so. Yeah, either twice or the next time he fought, he stopped him too. So that was pretty big for his career. Like that was that was cool to see because he, he flying UFC kinda, that dude. Yeah, UFC like screwed Demetrius Johnson over big time. His last but, fight in UFC was against Henry Cejudo. Yeah, and it was a split decision for the flyweight. But, like so. You watching watching the fights or the highlights of the Haney fight? Did you like just notice like a different fighter at the at one forty? Oh, he just and he seemed so calm. You could tell after that knockout in the third round, he he knew the same thing that Crawford knew about Spence. This guy can't hurt me, and I can do whatever I want to him without a problem. Yeah, and that was what he did the whole fight. Yeah. But did you notice but did you notice like that he just he looked he looked like even even faster, like a little bit faster than he normally looked. He, he like, looked like he had better cardio too. Yeah, he looked just and his like punches had more pop on them, like mm-hmm. he just I he didn't and he didn't have like he didn't clinch as much as he usually does. He didn't like have the moment in the fight where he gets kinda Tired and he gets like clipped. And he didn't gets look a little like, No, like he looked like just a different fighter, which is is dangerous. Like after watching this fight, oh man, I think he could at 140. I think he could beat Stevenson if Stevenson were to move up and fight him. I think he could beat Tank at 140. I don't, I don't think he could beat Tank if he fought Tank at 135. Like I just think he just needs to get away from that weight class. But oh man, he could be he could realistically be the best fighter at 140. Like I'd like to see him. Hopefully, maybe maybe he can get in there with Teofimo or down, Josh Taylor. Down. He could beat. I think he'd beat down Teofimo Lopez too. He could. I I don't like Teofimo that much, but I think when he's on his game, he's kind of underrated. Like, or you can see the talent when he's actually on his game and he's not having a a mental breakdown or any weird, <laughs> like, mental issues. But, I mean, like, T.O., Josh Taylor, like, Jack Catterall, maybe. Like, I don't know. There's, there's lots of really good Catterall fighters at 140. Because be he's I, – I feel like Catterall doesn't always get what he – I feel like he gets a bad rap a little bit. Um, well, he, he got robbed against – Josh Taylor, he should have. Like, I, they should. I don't think he beats Haney, but I mean, no, he doesn't. I think you're right about a really. It's a fun, it's a fun match with a for a fun competitor. Like I, I like the idea a lot of that match. Yeah, there's just there's so many fights at 140, and there's so many good good ones, and he could he could probably be the best fighter at 140 right now. So, um. 
kind of just looking ahead, not too far, but, you know, it's a big thing coming up. Uh, December 23rd, Luke, Joseph Parker takes on Deontay Wilder in Saudi Arabia, WWE Blood Money 2.0. Who wins that fight? I don't know. I'm going to go Deontay (laughs) Wilder. I don't know, man. I just I knew you knew who he was. So that's why I teed you up for that. <laughs> I think it's gonna. I think that fight's gonna play out like a classic Wilder fight when he fights someone like that has some some kind of skill. Like Parker's probably gonna hang around, maybe win a maybe win a few rounds, and it'll be a close fight until Wilder catches him. I love his. His fights are so entertaining just because of what they are. I love them. Like, I yeah. just love... I still, man, him... The fight with King Kong and his fight with Fury. Oh, those are... So even all, all the fights with Fury were good. Oh, Except for the, the second one wasn't great. The second one wasn't great. The third one was real... The third one was really good. Mm-hmm. King Kong fight was good. I especially because they were just knocking each other out to get points. Like it was, yeah. I mean, it was literally like, ah, oh, who's gonna drop who this time? The uh, funniest, the funniest fight though was uh, Berman Stavern. Oh God, the second Berman, Luke. That's the fight you saw with the dude with the 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 fat yeah, dude with, with the, the with the dreads. Yeah, with the dreads. Yeah, yeah. That's I, the, I was gonna the, say braids and dreads and said dreads. The dreads. That's from the league. No one wants the dreads. <laughs> And, he, and the guy's just standing there, and he's just, Rah! and he just cyclones through, but the ref has to, like, pull him off of this guy. Like, he's going yeah, to eat this man alive in front of these fans. Yeah, that's, that was, that shit was funny. Like, <laughs> that should have had me dying. Berman Stavern looked like, was so scared, he looked like Red on Friday. He he's just, he he even when they interviewed him and he's like yeah I'm gonna go in there I'm gonna handle my business and you know he can't beat me I'm like this guy is fucking terrified right he's going in there with a, a psychopath very very nice psychopath though when I said that he was very polite when we got to eat tacos with him Deontay Wilder is definitely one of those guys Jesus. that doesn't seem to. Match his in-ring persona doesn't seem to match his out-of-the-ring persona. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen him out of the ring where he's like wanting to just kill somebody was against that one guy Charlie who Zona. Was, yeah, Charlie Z's fight. Could could you imagine if you would have connected like really good with oh any of those like punches God. he was throwing at Charlie Z? Oh Charlie Z would have died. He he would have punched his liver out of his butthole. Like so many people were like, what? Wow! So many so, so many people were like, Wilder's Wilder's lucky that he didn't like really hit Charlie Zelnoff because he might have like went to jail or something because he might have like hurt him seriously. <laughs> There's this guy Luke named Charlie Zelnoff who will go to like Lifetime Fitness and like when you're in like the room with like the yoga balls and. He'll, like, just randomly try to box people, and they'll film it. And then, like, anytime somebody starts fighting back, he just says the fight's over, and he just declares himself the winner. And, and he'll he, go up to people. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. You have more insight. You're better at it than I am. I'm just going off like the synopsis. But oh, you know and he'll go up to people. He'll go up to people and be like, "Hey, you want to spar? Like, you want to do a light spar?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, sure, okay." And they'll think that it's like light sparring or halfway joking around. And then yeah. he just like starts swinging wildly, trying to kill him. And then he like hits him a few times, and he goes, "I win! I win! I win!" And they're like, "What? What's going on here?" And he says that he's 150 and 0, and that he's <laughs> he he said he beat up Floyd Mayweather Sr. because he tried sparring him at their gym, and he's Did he's basically like, him? yeah, he's he's a big time like internet boxing troll, and sometimes though, like he'll try and fight people, and they end up like. Kicking, kicking his ass badly. There's some funny videos. We'll have to show you them of him getting, getting just <laughs> beat up by people. Like he goes to this MMA gym and fights this like MMA fighter, and the dude just starts beating him up. He's like boxing the hell out of him, like beating him up. And Charlie Z kept going, "Time out, time out." And he'll step out of the ring, and then finally, after like the third time of him stepping out of the ring, the dude grabs him. And like suplexes him, and just starts beating the crap out of him. It's, it's so funny. But I feel like you shouldn't do that. Shouldn't do what? Well, he he <laughs> trolls these people. I, I feel like that's a dumb thing to do. Yeah, well, I think I think he's kind of mental, actually. Like I think he might have some mental issues, though, for real. What like, was he talking? Like, wasn't he shit-talking Wilder's daughter, like, saying like, yeah. stuff about his daughter? And Wilder was like, he, he Wilder got this dude to show up at the gym, and, and Wilder started swinging at this guy, and he just dropped into the fetal position on the floor. And yeah. Wilder, like, smoked him in the back as hard as he could while he was laying on the ground. And yeah, he's, he's like, you, like, you don't play with me. And he's like, oh, man, I'll, I'll beat him. I'll, I'll beat you. And he, he said he said some stuff about his Wilder's daughter, who I think is disabled, and then he was making fun of that, and then he was saying some racist stuff to Wilder too. So, wow. so he probably deserved it. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he did. Oh my God, this dude just—he's a trip, yeah. though. You'll have to check it out. He's on—he's <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> um, that kind of leads me to the other thing boxing related I want to get into because uh, I think it's, it's almost an end of the era. If you ask me, you know, two years ago, I think it was HBO bowed out of boxing. And now as of Saturday, Showtime is bowed out of boxing as well. Um, Just nuts. The two parent, it's like Fox and CBS not covering, covering the NFL. Yeah. Is how I look at it. So we get the last ever Showtime show, and it's going to be here at the Armory, downtown Minneapolis, on Saturday. First fight kicks off at 3 o'clock with the doors. I'm going to have the card right in front of me, Elijah. We can uh, All right. see, see what we're into, what we're not into. Oh, and by the way, um, I got an email from uh, the media um, saying your email bounced, um, but they sent me your credential. Oh, okay. 
So you're already, you're taking my, care of. So we're our my email bounced. Like because there's I think it's because you went so, or you went so long without using it, it just became inactive, and that's why you couldn't log in. Oh okay. Because because uh, Jordan was looking at it and was kind of confused why it wasn't working either. So they said it bounced because it wasn't an active email, but then they sent mm-hmm. it to me. So I so I know you're accredited. So it's fine. So am I, is my email gonna is my email gonna be up and running again or yeah, or Jordan's, gonna, gonna, Jordan's gonna sit down I think this weekend hopefully and try to figure out what's going on with it and get it working. Okay. So we will have that going. Um, so opening fight two and zero Jose Cholet taking on two and two Lyle McFarland. Five and zero John Easter takes on. Owen won Joshua Nicholas Lamine Jop. Is John Easter related to Robert Easter? <laughs> He's a super middleweight is all it says. He has no profile. <laughs> He's related to the Easter Bunny. Ah, he's going to jump Robert, around. Robert, e- Robert Easter is the Easter Bunny. <laughs> see? See? So he is, he is with Robert Easter. Like, Luke didn't even know it, that he just got it right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, seven and one, Charles Harris Jr. taking on who used to be 8-0, but he's lost his last two fights, and we hope that changes. Uh, former f- friend of the show, Marlon Sims. I believe we had him on. Did we have Marlon Sims, Sims on? I thought we had Marlon on, but I could be wrong. But I thought we did. We had we had Vishan and Giswa and we um, had Django Celso. 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 Did you say Django? Django? Jamal James? Oh. <laughs> we had Jamie Django. Fox on. I was like, what? <laughs> we're, we're big diamond. <laughs> I should have told you. Um I I feel like we we had Marlon on. I feel like we had to. Maybe. Because I feel like I got him confused with um, what's that guy Lyle Loyal or oh, there's a guy that started with an L that used to fight. It's not Lyle. Well, Lyle he fights in the first bout. You said. Oh, he's in the first fight. I don't know. I can't think of his name. He's a local guy. But anyway. Uh, 16-1, Joseph Spencer taking on 11-24-4, and four, Marcelo Fabian Bozowski. That should be right, I, see, I, see the, I see the Joey Spencer hype is cooled down now since he's lost, uh, I think, a couple of fights. Now they're having him. This, yeah, he, this was his, he lost his last fight. He was the dude who had all those dudes with the red and the white, right? Yeah, he's he was kind of like... I think uh, PBC was kind of trying to market him a little bit just because he, he is kind of a marketable, like, looking dude and stuff. And I remember he, all of the uh, people in the crowd that wore, that had his shirts on, too, now that you say that. Um, then we have Lawrence King, 13-1, taking on 23-12, and 12, Alex Theron. Uh, 14 and 0 Sean McCallman taking on 22 and 9 Christian Olivas. Uh, 9 and 0 Michael Angeletti taking on 1372 Angel Antonio Contreras. Kyrone Davis making an appearance here 17 3 and 1. Didn't Kyrone Davis lose to our guy Ian Green on Showtime? I think so. Remember he was like the villain and he beat the guy from it was I think he beat Kyrone Davis was the guy he beat. 
I think so. Let's see here. Oh, whatever happened to Ian Green? Oh, it was Kiari Gray. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I knew it was like a, a, a K name like that. I knew it was something like that. Ian Green actually has fought a couple times in 2023. He knocked out Vaughn Alexander. We, man, that, we might have to reach out to him. That big old uh, Vaughn Alexander that he's a uh, Devin Alexander's brother who's all buff as shit. He was on one of the <laughs> he was at one of the um armory cards that we went to. I forgot who he fought, but you'd remember if you've seen him, but let's see here. We there we used to have this guy, uh Luke Ian Green on. Oh he, he, he reached out he to beat Money Powell. Money that's what I was thinking of. What's what's his first name? Like Lyle? Or who Money Powell. It's I, I think it's just Money Powell the third. I thought it was like Lowell Money Powell the third. Maybe, but on his box record it just says Money Powell. I'm gonna Google. But yeah, Ian Green has won his last since he lost that TK since he got TKO'd. Um, in 2017, he kind of like disappeared for a few years because I remember like he was on the show. Then he had a fight coming up, and then he lost, and then like we didn't hear from him for forever. <laughs> that was like, yeah, we like never heard from him again. It looks like he started fighting again in 2020, and he's been on a a win streak of let's see here, one, two, three. He's been on a six fight win streak. He's now hey. 18 and two. <sighs> Well, maybe maybe in a couple weeks we should get him back on. Twelve knockouts. Talk to him. Yeah, reach reach out to him because I will. Yeah, he just kind of he used to send us uh, he used to send us swag too. Yeah, I I had like an Under Armour shirt of his that was really tight. Can you get me tickets to the next Jake Paul fight? (laughs) Maybe I could have got us media to it, but we would have had to fly out to it. I don't know if you want to fly out on Friday. No, that shit sounds too expensive. <laughs> uh, Alberto Puelo, 21-0, taking on Hector Madrera, 11-0. Dude, I, I didn't realize how big Ian Green is. I thought he was like like over 160, wasn't he? Was he 168? No, I, I don't remember, but I'm just looking at like pictures of him. Dude, Young like, general? His back and his like shoulders and shit. It just he's like just dude could be like a a if he didn't box, he could probably be a bodybuilder, dude. He's pretty big. <laughs> he's got a I, I P, PG Sports. I, I'm watching the the young general Ian Green highlights against Kyrie Gray, Kyrie Gray. Let's go. That shit's funny. Um. Then we have Robert the Ghost Guerrero taking on Andre Berto. Julio Cesar Martinez for the WBC World Flyweight title takes on Angelino Cordova. David Morrell defends the WBA World Super Middleweight against Senna Agmeco. And Chris Colbert takes on Jose Valenzuela in the rematch. That might be the main event, actually, too. How is that the main event? 
I don't know. Say we 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 broke that down when we said how is Naomichi Marafuji versus Kota Ibushi the main event of Noah the New Year, but Kano defending the world titles the semi main. I have no idea you know, what you're talking about. I'm just saying, why is the title match not the main event? Yeah, I'm surprised David Morrell's not the main event, but whatever. We canceled Bob versus Mark DeLuca. I'm looking at this stuff on uh, Ian Green's page. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. He won at the People's Champions Championship Boxing Show in Miami, Florida. Oh, it was a Don King show he fought on. Oh, he fought on a Don King show? Yeah, he... Uh, that's who it was. Uh uh, Lydell is who I was thinking of. Lydell oh, Rhodes. Oh, Lydell Rhodes. Yeah, he was the main event of the show. Yeah. Well, speaking of Lydell. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Lydell, this goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Lydell, Lydell actually was beaten, was like beating the crap out of Charlie Zelnoff after he sucker punched my brother senior. <laughs> <laughs> he fought some guy named Antonio Perez in the main event for the WBC mm. International Lightweight. Then the semi-main was the Ian Green Vaughn Alexander fight. So he fought on a Don King promotion show. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like Dell. Maybe it was like Dell we had on the show. We did have Lyd. I believe we did have Lydell on the show, or, or we either had him on the show, or he was going to come on, but something happened. But like we 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 had talked to him a lot. Haskell Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he was like adrenaline. Him so this is fucking Cody Rhodes like that. What? That's went, tight. Whoa! Like that. You're always smoking mirrors. <laughs> we just he turned said, this into wrestling cast radio now. <laughs> He's had that whoa in every theme song he said. He has. The actual that's in that's in his, that's in more than just the you're only smoking mirrors song. Yeah, that's the thing in his new song that all the whole crowd screams. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't watch wrestling no more. You should have seen good CM Punk is back, bro. No, it's not good. He's poopy. Oh, God. Bro, bro, your champions after WrestleMania are going to be CM Punk, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> no, CM Punk is not. It needs to be Walter and Rollins. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be CM Punk and Damian Priest is going to cash in that night, try to do what Seth Rollins did, and lose. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, Deuce not, hopefully Deuce not listening right now because he's probably throwing a fit. <laughs> I hate CM Punk. Luke, you can't be talking about anything that's going to happen in wrestling. Oh man, it's you should have. You should have heard the victory lap. He he finally after like a week after it happened, Doof got to a party with us, and we just kind of sat there and Doof was like, or Luke's like, no, I'm not going to say anything. I don't need to say it. It's it's. it's he goes, it happened, and I knew it was going to happen. I don't need a victory lap. And we're like, damn, we want, we wish you were so much more pettier. And Doof's like. Yeah, he don't want to be don't want to be with this anyway. Not, not, you know, Deuce talking shit like normal. And then all of a sudden, Deuce like Deuce said something. He's like, "Nah, I don't know. I don't think that could happen." And then um, as he said that, Luke kind of finally was like, 
You mean like CM Punk returning at Survivor? I was like, yeah, because he finally gave me support. I went hard <laughs> after after telling us nothing's gonna happen. He uh, stuck it in the back door like that. <laughs> Got the pop of the night. Woo! <laughs> and then I wish she would have booted him from the party because that would have even been funnier. Dude would have been so mad. We one time booted him from the Xbox party and he texted me, don't you ever do that again. I was like, whoa, okay. Calm down a little bit there, buddy. <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I, hit him, I hit him with this one. Oh, my man just started throwing babies out the window. We was catching him, unlike Aguilar. I had to hit him with that. Unlike Aguilar. Unlike Aguilar. <laughs> um, but, you know, that Ooh. a lot of good stuff. Excited for boxing. Uh, first first hour has almost come to wrap here as we uh, brought in the boxing. I think the best way to close the hour as we enter into Le Hour Numero Dos, per se, is uh, we should we should... We should have a little fun, if you know what I'm saying. So why don't, why don't, why don't, why do, I'm trying to find the damn thing. Where'd it go? I, I need to label this shit better. We, let's do this. Let's do this right here. Three strikes represented, uh, brought to you by repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports. Use promo code hey. WrestleCast. Get 15 to 20% off your entire order. If you need supplements, they are the best in the game. Just look at Alex Mello, who's turned himself from Rusev to Miro, literally, as he is jacked as hell, though. Uh, and he uses rep sports. Sticks with their subs. Elijah said, hey, I don't know what that meant. Hey! I was going to say, uh, nothing you could say. We, we need to we need say, say what you've done to me. We need to say RIP to Magoo. We, we use three strikes. Yeah, Magoo passed away, man, like a while ago. Did he? Damn, this, this turned really negative, bro. <laughs> I, just, I, just had to throw, I just had to throw it out there because we. we I know you. I know you're a fan of Magoo. Yeah. And our, August thirteenth. R.I.P. Magoo. Damn, R.I.P. Indeed. When the cat strikes. He was so he was Timberland. They were called uh, Tim and Magoo, and they were a group. And that's how Timberland got big. Was 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 with Magoo. Was with with the goo. Melvin Barcliff himself, Magoo. Magoo. like no. Mr. Magoo, oh, and, and Timberland, and and Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott's tight. Damn. Damn, Timbo. All right, oh, I got really, Magoo. I got really depressing in here though. I can <laughs> sense it. Um, do either of you guys have a three strikes? Because I have one that I'm going to have both of you play as a team. Man, man, I I don't have time to do anything. 
I just come on the show and talk a little. Talk I do a little have. Mess. I do have a three strike, but I actually have three different categories that you guys get to choose from because I couldn't decide. Oh, shit. Uh, Elijah, I'll let you pick. We can have him run first, and then I'll give you guys your second. What do you want want me to do? Uh, So one is UFC-based. One is since fantasy football playoffs are starting now, which Elijah kicked me out of. (laughs) Hey, man. I don't want to win any more games. You shouldn't have played any players then. I still got to play. Um, and then I have so I have a fantasy football related one, and then I have a rookie NFL based one. I was worried. I was worried that I was gonna. I was worried that I was gonna knock you out of the playoffs. Like was towards hyped. more, more later during the day, I'm like, crap. I'm actually gonna knock Luke out of the playoffs. I went from playing Luke, who made me nervous in the first round, to playing Isaiah. Gabba Gabba. I am So what are we doing? I feel so bad. Like my team sucks. That's like, okay. I was, start, I was starting Tim Boyle as one of my quarterbacks at one point this year. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I was scraping at the bottom you of had, the barrel. You had Tim Boyle. You had that baguette dude. Yeah, you had some fucking Tyson Bajan. Yeah, like this dude had. I probably probably had Joe Flacco too. I was gonna pick him up. (laughs) He he probably scored. Joe Flacco's been killing it. Yeah, he would have scored more points than Josh Dobbs did. (laughs) Boy, how tight was Josh Dobbs for about two weeks? Let's get let's move on to that like later. We'll talk about that later, but <laughs> which three strikes do you want, Eliza? Let's do a UFC one. Ooh, okay, I like that. Save the other ones too for next time, Luke. That's good. You got a list. I'm gonna. I decided I'm just gonna start making a running list and then just save them and erase them as we use them. All right, I'm here. All right, let's do it. Okay, so this isn't gonna be a top ten because they've only counted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. So who are the who have the most the top eight most finishes in UFC history? Derek Lewis has got to be one of them. Derek Lewis is one of them. Hell yeah! Is it men and women? Just men. Sorry, I should have phrased that. So just men. Not that I'm sexist or anything, but. Not that I'm Demptress or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Demptress just bought the 2023, I think it was, Malibu. What? Yeah, he's he's like paying it off or whatever. He just said Demptress is rolling in a 2023? I mean, maybe it's not 2023, but it looks brand new. Like, it looks like a brand new car. Damn, good for Demptress. Yeah, Demptress is out here living his best life, Doc. <laughs> I was like, of course, I was like, Demptress, of course, you bought the white one. He's like, it's just like my women. <laughs> just like my women. <laughs> All right, um, so Derek Lewis is off. What is he? He's like one of the top ones, isn't he? He's six. He's How six? many does wow. he have? He has 14. Okay, so we got to think of people that have more than 14 finishes potentially. So I will tell you, hold on, 
five through eight are all tied with 14, technically. Okay. All right. No, um, I, I'm not using this as an answer, but I have a question, and you can give me your thoughts on this, Elijah. Do you think Josh Koscheck has enough? No. Okay. Um, finishes does does it knockouts or is it knockouts and submissions? Knockouts and submissions. So like they finished the fight is the way that they ranked okay. it. So it didn't go what to a, a decision. What about Jones? Do you think he has enough? Yeah, John Jones has got to be on there. Let's do John Jones. John Jones is not on there. Wow. What? No. He doesn't have more than 14 finishes? No. Oh, man. Does Anderson Silva make the cut, do you think? I think I think so, because he... Is that an answer? You want to go with it or no? Yeah, let's go with it. Yeah, go with Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva is one of the ones tied for with 14. 14? Okay. So we got two of them. Do you think Robbie Lawler has enough? I think he could be up there. I thought I was gonna know more. I thought I was gonna know more of these, but now I'm starting to. I know I'm with you too. Like I feel like the obvious ones aren't the right answers. What about, yeah. what about like Jim Miller or like Matt Brown? Those guys. Ah, uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Connor has enough fights. I don't think he's won ten not had even had ten knockouts. God. Uh Mark what do you think about Mark Hunt? I don't think he's won enough. Because a lot of his shit came in pride, I bet. It's it's Jim Miller, I think, has the most wins in the history of the US, UFC. Yeah. Like, he's got to be up there. I'm going Jim Miller. I'm just going to pull it if I'm wrong. Because I want to go that route. Like, Jim Miller, Cowboy, you know, those kind of guys. Cerrone, Frank Mir, Matt Brown, like those kind of guys, I feel like. So is Jim Miller an answer? Yeah, let's go Jim Miller. Jim Miller is second with 17. Nice. He has has like 25 wins or 24 wins or some shit. Um, Give me Matt Brown. I feel like he has a ton of wins. Matt Brown is fourth with 15. Hell yeah. And give me Cowboy. Cerrone fought since, like, UFC 10. Uh, He is third with 16. Okay, so we need how many more? You're missing missing one and two of the ones that are tied with 14. You know who's a guy that's had a lot of fights in the UFC, but I don't know if he's had a lot of finishes? Or enough, but Cub Swanson is a dude that has like I don't, a lot of wins, a lot of wins that he's been it. around for a long time. He he's a guy like like I was talking about like Frank Near and 
and like uh, Neil Magny's another one. Or what about Miro? What about Miro? Uh, Mirko or Miro Krokop? Krokop got all those wins in Pride and K1. Okay. If this is just UFC, I think he only won like two fights. Like yeah, Diego Sanchez. UFC. Like how many? I wonder how many Diego Sanchez has or Andre Arlovsky. That dude had like forty-five fights. Yeah. Oh, I. How I many strikes I know who, do you guys have? We have one. Okay, that's what I thought. I bet you I know the first one, but I don't. I'm, it's going to be a guessing game for the the, the, the two. 14s, but I'm pretty sure I have a good idea who, who number one is, and I can't believe I didn't think about this earlier because I've watched every one of his last fights over the last three years with Luke. <laughs> and that's fucking Oliveira. He's got to be Oliveira. I was going to mention him, but I'm like, has he has he been around? Like, I was, I was thinking of him he's too, but over, I wasn't quite sure. He's got over 20 wins. I know, and it's like, it doesn't seem like he's been around that long. Because I think he's tied with the most, like, the third or fourth most wins with Damian Maya. But Maya doesn't have finishes, so that's why I don't say him. It's Give me Oliveira, and if that's wrong, yeah, it's wrong. Do he's got to be, like, number one. He's number one with yeah, hell 20. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because, like, I've watched all those fights with Oliveira and, uh, uh, what the fuck's his name? That we we were, me and you on Discord, Luke would watch him. Mm-hmm. Those fights are banger fights. Now as for the next two, like we have two more at that fourteen, and that's where I just don't know. Like well, I said, what, like, what about I'm surprised you haven't gave an answer for yet, and the other one really? I would never guess. Yeah. Oh, I got one right now. Uh, Dustin Poirier. I like that. That is one of the ones at number 14. That's <laughs> the one where I was like, I'm surprised you guys haven't guessed this because he knocked out Connor like three times. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a great grab. Um, so I know, who, I know of, who the another, last guy is, but I don't. I would have never guessed him. Another guy that has a lot of fights. Uh, Vincent Vincent Luke Lique or Luke or whatever. He's another guy that's been around. Huh? Vincent Lacroix. Vincent Lacroix. Yeah, he's another, he's yeah. another guy that's been around for a while. I have no good answer, so I say fuck it, go with it. Is that your guess? Yeah. yeah. That's your second strength. Fuck. See, but that's where I'm at. Like, I want like Frank Mir. Like, is Frank Mir there? Is is uh, uh, how many does, does Anthony Rumble Johnson have? He's got to have a shit ton of wins too. I know Neil Magny and Max Holloway all have over twenty wins, but I don't know if they have finishes. God, I don't. I mean, like I said, Frank Mir, Rumble Johnson, Glover Teixeira, one of those light heavyweights, maybe. Uh, what, what about this blast from the past? That just kind of came up. Joe Lauzon. Yeah, he's ugly as fuck, too. He's that bald <laughs> with those big ass ears. He, he looks like Nosferatu. He's a, he, I remember him from back in the day kind of finishing, like, like finishing guys, like, back in the day. And then he kind of, like, fell off. But. I, look, I think we exceeded expectations, so if that's what you want to go with, I don't care. I, I, like, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I pulled Miller, Brown, and Cerrone, 
Like those are my claim to fame. I feel like. Sure. If you we'll want to do Joe Lauzon. Go Lauzon. That is your third strike. Oh, oh well. As soon as I say this name, you're all you. Both of you are gonna be like, I didn't even think about that. Vitor Belfort. Oh, how did we not say Vitor fucking Belfort? I don't know. Remember when he it man punched uh uh Vandalay in the face and shit? Was I I just I just remember when Vitor got front kicked into oblivion by Silva. <laughs> was was Frank Mir close or Lauzon uh, that he said? Lauzon has twelve, so he wasn't in the top whatever this list is, so Okay. What about Glover Teixeira, Frank Mir, were either of them there? Uh, Frank Mir isn't close, but Glover Teixeira was, uh, he has 11. What about uh, Vincent Luque? He's not even on this list. Hey, we got seven right. That's pretty fucking good. I think the crazy one is the – I was going to do this one, but I thought it would be too hard because I, w- I, like, I know all the names, but I would have never been like, yeah, that's them. I was going to do uh, top ten finishes in title bouts. Oh, fuck, yeah. I, I just – a lot of the guys that we talked about, Jim Miller, Matt Brown, guys like that, all were in the era when I would go to the bar and watch all these. Yeah, like all the so, people like, in this helped. one, you would have known. Like Anderson Silva's number one, Matt Hughes, John Jones. John Jones is in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demetrius Johnson, Nunez, Rousey. But Damn, I just, went on, I just went on Frank Mir's Wikipedia, and he had 13 UFC finishes, so he was way better than 11. No, whatever. Yeah. That, that list is live. Let's see here. Let's see. Like, I just pulled up, I'm pulling up a list now, too, and it finishes. It says Oliveira, one with 20. Jim Miller, two with 17. Donald Cerrone, three with 16. Matt Brown, four, 15. Anderson Silva, 14. Dustin Poirier, 14. Derek Lewis, 14. Frank Mir, 13. Joe Lauzon, 13. Yeah, I got this right up share, with 13. <laughs> Vincent, Luque. Vincent Luque is on the list, too, with 13. Vincent Lucroix? I don't know who that dude is. Is he old? So, like, I'm looking at the UFC record book right now, and that's Uh-oh. what they have. That's what I they have for finishers. <laughs> I mean, we still went to one regardless, but... No, Lucroix, uh, he's a dude from Brazil. He's, uh, he's a welterweight guy. He sounds French. Lucroix. <laughs> I call him I call him Luke. 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 He fights Saturday against uh, Ian Gary, who's thirteen and zero. By the way, he uh, made a event against Rafael dos Anjos. Uh, isn't August. Ian Gary that I like that dude? Isn't that Connor's dude? That's Ian Gary, right? I think Ian the future Gary. Yeah, yeah Ian that's Gary. Ian Gary's yeah. friends with Connor. I think. Yeah, that's Connor's he boy. Knows- yeah. He no showed media day today. That's it's Connor's boy. I'm excited for the uh, Patty Timblit versus uh, what's his nuts. Oh, uh, uh, Tony uh, Ferguson. Ferguson, yeah. Oh God, that I I could see Ferguson beating Pimblet because Pimblet fucking cannot 
but I could see him losing too. But yeah. oh man, Pimblet can't fight on his feet. Like he fucking sucks at striking. No, but he's really good on the ground. I think if no. Pimblet can get him on the ground, it's his fight to lose. Well, Ferguson's yeah. still past his prime too. He's yeah, just got to do what Cody, uh, Kobe, Kobe Covington does on all his fights. Just get him to the ground and just sit on him. All your weight and muscle. <laughs> lay on him. Fuck in there. Is, yeah, just lay is there. Is he going to do that against – he has got. He fights Edwards in the title. The title. Yeah, it, I think he'd be he, – I don't think he can beat Edwards in a stand-up fight. I, he has to – if he wants to win the title, he has to do what he did in that first fight before he got caught by uh, – oh, boy. What's his name? Um. Oh, in the first fight I, against Usman, they in the first fight against Usman, they pretty much stood up the entire time and traded. Yeah. Like, well, that's what I'm saying is, is he does. I don't think he should do that. He just needs to like lay on top of him, like he did with Masvidal. Just bring him to the ground, lay on him, and throw punches so it looks like you're doing something, and just do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Masvidal was so gassed and smoking cigarettes and drinking at the bar probably the night before too. <laughs> Well, I think I think I think Edwards will be a little like I think Edwards will be a lot harder to take down than Masvidal. Oh, but. for sure, yeah. I I think a lot of people look at Edwards as one of the worst champions too, and I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Oh, me too. I I, I think so too. I think you know a I mean? lot like, of it has to do with a lot of it has to do with like what happened to him. Like sometimes he just kind of gasses and gets caught, like when he when, against Nick Diaz. Yeah. Like, a lot of people still kind of see him, like, kind of end that fight. And they're like, oh, man, he's he's kind of chinny, and he can get caught, and he can get hurt, and whatever, even when he's, like, totally dominating. So, I don't know. It's an interesting fight, why, though. I will I see what people, happens. I think people don't give enough credit. So, after the loss he had to Usman in 2015 which he lost a decision. Yep. He went on to beat Vincent Lucroix. Yep. He beat Donald Cerrone. He beat Gunnar Nelson. Yep. He beat Dos Anjos. He had that no decision with Bilal Muhammad on the eye poke, but he then beat Nate Diaz, and then he head kicked KO'd Usman to win the title, and then he beat him by majority decision in the rematch. He's, yeah. under, he's underrated for sure. Like Drastically I- underrated. I think one of the issues, too, is is that I feel like a lot of people thought he got lucky with that kick in that first fight. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he won a majority decision in the second one, but that first one, he was losing till that kick. Like, even yeah, the trainer in the corner. Yeah, even the trainer, well, like, if you go watch the video, it was like, you need to end it. We're not going to win if you don't well, end and it. And he, he finished him with, with 56 seconds left, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, he was going to lose that fight. I think he... I think I think you have to give him some credit for like being skillful though because I mean he kind of I felt like he was kind of setting that up like all night he, he kind of knew that oh for he knew, sure he knew that he just needed like that one opportunity to like land that kick and I think that's something that he worked on because Usman is susceptible to that and, mm-hmm. like dropping and- down dropping down and going for a takedown and he just he got a shot and timed it perfectly and. That Got fight re- reminded me a lot of the um, Anderson Silva and uh, God, what's his name? The dude, who, the guy who always talks shit the whole. He just talks so much shit. Chelsea. Uh, yeah, Chelsea. 
where Sonnen just dominated him. And he yep. took his and eye then, off the prize for one second, and he got tapped. And, and he uh, it was a triangle choke, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he had him. He was in top mount, and he didn't yeah. stop where he stopped paying attention, and, he, and all of a sudden, Silva just pulled him in. It was like a snake. Yep. I was. I remember. I was watching that. This was so long ago. Me and Franco were watching that fight at Sneaky Pete's in downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> and me and him were the only Silva people like in the crowd of uh-huh. everybody watching it, and we were just like all bummed out. Oh man, someone's gonna lose. And then all of a sudden, he got locked that choke in, and we're we're the only two in Sneaky Pete's that are like, oh yeah. <laughs> and everyone else was like. Everyone else is like in shock. That shit was funny. I remember I was that shit. So hyped when that happened, man. I was oh, I couldn't believe. It. I was because I had ordered that. This is when my man cave on Sextant was in the uh, in the corner room. That was uh, that was Demtris's room. Otherwise, at the end there, mm-hmm. uh, but the one across from the bathroom. And um, I just remember I was like, God damn it. Man, he fucking lost, and then just out of nowhere, I remember, just, oh, oh, I couldn't believe it. It's just some of those dudes are so. It's, remember the, the catch fight bout like 2006? It was Matt Hughes and Hoist Gracie, and Hughes had Matt or Hughes had Gracie's arm twisted backwards and sideways behind his back, and Gracie was just laying there like nothing was happening, like he was so calm about it. Yeah, like that's what Silva looked like in that fight. Oh, that was awesome. Good, good calls up on that. But it's going to be a good fight. I, th- I think both fighters with the Covington and uh, Edwards fight. If if both fighters do what they're good at, they can win. Yeah, I do think that Cole. Like I, I, I do not like Covington, but I do think his. That's my boy, right? bro. All right, calm I think- down. <laughs> I think his striking is his striking is underrated. Yes, I agree like, too. He can throw but, a punch, and he kind of has those like punches that they don't do a ton of damage, but they accumulate over time, and he just keeps coming at you and coming at you and whatever. But he's like a Conor McGregor striker in his prime. Besides the Jose Aldo fight, where he just like got lucky with that one punch. <laughs> Look, I would I'm, say I'm I would say he doesn't. I would say he doesn't have the power of McGregor. I would say to me, he kind of feels more like a like a Diaz type of striker. Where there you he go. Just like, yeah, where he just throws, where he just him. like where he throws them and just hits you, and they don't hit you like super hard, but he just keeps going and going and going, and eventually they kind of break you down. I I I will say I've talked over the years hella shit. About Colby Covington, and uh, the one thing that makes me excited about this fight is we don't have enough heels in fucking MMA anymore. And he he's a fucking heel. He's so yeah, good. He, 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 he he has a good. He's good on the mic. He'd be a great if, WWE yep. villain if he was a <laughs> WWE superstar. He would make millions. Yeah, if he, if he knows he how to this, talk shit. If he went to fucking hip toss class at the performance center, man, I tell you what, that's why I want to, I watch him to lose. I, I watch him to. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he is one guy that I do. He is, I don't typically watch guys to lose, but he is one guy that I watch to lose. 
and and that's why at the end of the day he's he's doing his job. He's he's smart. Yeah. He's making money. I'm gonna tune in to watch Leon Edwards whip his ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like Oh God. Can you imagine if he wins though what that post interview is gonna be? Because he hasn't fought since Masvidal. Oh, <laughs> uh, and look, that's the thing is I'm nervous he's gonna win. Because yeah. he's not a bad fighter. He can talk. No. He, no. He can back it up. He's one of, like, the best wrestlers in the world. They, well, in the United States, I should say. Maybe not the world, but. Well, I mean, and you even that one time brought up a, a case that I had to do research and try to counter. Yeah. You know, where you said that you think he's one of the top ten in his weight class ever. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I got to. I went as hard as I could to try to debunk that shit with 10 other people. Like, I, I started digging and shit. I was like, nope, 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 nope. But there's like, you can argue it, though. Like, yes, no, he hasn't won could. a title, but his losses are just when the best in the world had the championship. Yeah. You, you, you had me on the ropes on that, that one, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to win this one. <laughs> I don't know if I did, you know? So, so I, I give him credit. He's... Every sport needs that. They need those guys that that can talk shit and back it up enough. You know, that's what that's what like up and like I always I always cheered against Tank Davis because I thought he was just a little piece of shit, but he was so fucking good it drove me nuts. Yeah. Now <laughs> you know, now I'm I'm like, all right, I just like the guy, I don't even care anymore at this point. But it was fun because I was like, Oh, I hope he gets his ass beat this time. Then he's whooped the hell out of somebody and I'm like, Oh, how many beat against you know, so you need those in the sport, but uh, I heard UFC uh, 300 is going to be crazy. Not to get off topic again, but is there rumors of the show yet? Yeah, so the rumor is is that McGregor and Chandler are going to main event, and that uh, it's going to be Sean O'Malley versus Cheeto for the title, and then it's there's going to be a women. I think it's there's going to be another women's title too as another bout. Damn, okay. Here we go. UFC's Dana White has pr- promised that Jim Miller will be on UFC 300. <laughs> yeah. I heard, like, every bout's going to be just, like, big names. Like, it's not going to be, like, any, like, undercard names. It's just going to be big names, I guess. He said, what do you expect is the, is the first prelim of the night you're going to go, holy shit, this is the first prelim? This is insane. Yeah. I heard they're trying to get uh, Oliveira Poirier for that bout, too. Oh. Some of the marquee names, including Conor McGregor and John Jones, are sta- slated to remain on the sidelines until the summer of 24. White Why do they keep having denied... What's that? Nothing. Uh, White has also denied rumors of any returning stars like Rousey or Lesnar. No, he's not gonna fucking. It's gonna be like the Rumble, or it's gonna be Summer. I mean, uh, Survivor Series. They're not gonna say shit. <laughs> why, do, why does uh, why does Poirier always fight the same people? It seems like. Uh, I don't know. He's old now. You gotta think he's I in know. his thirties. But I'm just saying, like, it's time for him to just probably hang him up. Because how many times can we see him fight McGregor and Oliveira and Justin Gaethje? <laughs> Bro, Justin Gaethje's a bang. I think he's my favorite fighter. Dude, that dude, <laughs> I heard when he hit Tony Ferguson that, in that one fight, and Tony Ferguson stepped back and started, like, shaking his head. I thought he was having a stroke. He got hit so hard. Yeah, Gaethje's, Gaethje's going to definitely 
he's he's good, but when his career is over, he's going to be like mumbling and stumbling and bumbling. Oh, for through. sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of those guys that just takes a beating to give a beating, and usually he gives a little bit better than the other guy. Yeah. I'm surprised they're letting Ferguson fight again, because after that oh, chance, that Chandler fight where he kicked him in the <laughs> face, like yeah. everyone was like, "Dude, you just need to tell him he can't fight no more." Yeah, Tony Ferguson should hang him up, man. He's gonna—he's another guy that just—and he used to be so like so good and just—and he was crazy. Like people like wanted nothing to do with Tony Ferguson, and now he's just yeah. They said uh, Jim Miller is for sure because he has wins at UFC 100 and 200, and he's probably going to close his career that night at 300. Who's he going to fight, though? Isn't he, like, 100 years old? He's fighting uh, Gabriel Benitez on the Ankaliyev Walker 2 Ultimate Fight Night coming up soon. Um, and if he doesn't get injured, he'll be that'll be his next fight. And also they're talking uh, Poirier versus maybe Gilbert Burns at the show. Yeah, okay. I knew Poirier was like a, a name that they wanted to bring. Or I I just don't know if they do it because it, it's he's so high up for a title shot it might be a, not make sense. But they said Poirier versus uh, Benil uh, Darius. But I just I don't see why you'd have him fight him. No, me neither. I I could see like a Poirier-Gaethje again, just like for a bang, like, like for a banger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. give the fans like a big fight where the punches will be thrown and. Something like that. What if they did um, Jim Miller versus Donald Cerrone? Are they even in the same weight class? Man, oh, that nobody, wants, nobody wants to see your Cerrone fight no more. That dude is <laughs> done, though. I'm just thinking big names, Doc. So that's, that's, like, that's, that's, like, that's like saying, oh, hey, let's, let's let's bring back let's bring back uh, let's let's bring back Johnny Hendricks to fight Jim Miller. <laughs> I'm I'm down, bro. Let's do it. So, Brendan Schaub, who former UFC fighter, who's who's very in the know with his podcast, and you know he he knows a lot of the MMA stuff. He said that he believes, uh, and and it's been said no, it's not going to happen, which is why he believes it's going to happen. But he thinks they're going to do Nick Diaz, George St. Pierre. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd definitely go. I'd watch that for sure. I mean, I love DSP. Hell Me yeah, too. and I love the Diaz. I love that rat, the scrap pack. Well, GSP probably whips his ass. It would still be fun. Man, if I was like, catches him with a two piece. You never know what could happen. <laughs> man, I, I was like, <sighs> I was so glad when GSP beat up on Bisping because no one, <laughs> no one thought GSP stood a chance. That was that was good. That was like a, a masterful fight by GSP. But let's let's not forget George St. Pierre with his with the infamous Matt Sarah. I am not I am not impressed by your performance. I am not <laughs> impressed by your performance. That is yeah. up there with take the test Bernard as one of the best. Uh, <laughs> best ever. Was, take the test. Didn't he? Wasn't he like Matt Sarah? You won. But I was not impressed by your performance. Yeah, he's like, Matsera, I was not impressed by your performance. 
Alright, last UFC thing. Do you guys remember when uh, Ronda Rousey came back to the UFC and thought she was still tough and fought Amanda Nunez and <laughs> she got fucking murdered? What 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 about what about her her coach when he, when she was fighting Holly Holm? Head movement, head movement, head movement. No. And then she got kicked right in the fucking head. Head movement, head movement, head movement. No. Hey, do, you, do you remember UFC 100, Elijah? When I I laid a bet for us and I and I was 11 for 11 on all the fights. And a hundred was going to win us twelve thousand dollars, and I picked Misha Tate over Amanda Nunez in the main event. I remember something like that, but I didn't know it was Misha Tate over Amanda Nunez. Yeah, because you're like who Nunez is going to win. I did because I I hadn't I hadn't watched Nunez before. Oh, and, oh I told you that Nunez was going to win. Yeah, and I was like, I want cupcake, and you're like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, cupcake's going to win. Watch. And and it was it was a twelve thousand dollar fight on the line, and Nunez beat the fuck out of. Nunez bad, bro. I just never gone. Oh man, I forgot about that. And with all that right? money, I was dude. I was I I nailed the prelims like the FX card. I nailed the shit before the pay per view. I nailed the whole pay per view. Do you guys think Lesnar makes a return to the UFC? <laughs> No, not at you don't, this point. You don't think so? No, I don't think he can. I don't think he can handle it, man. Like, well, didn't? Or was UFC 200? I'm sorry, it was 200. Wait, yeah, man, I don't. I was gonna say 100 is a while ago. But Cause I um, got because I, I got Lesnar right. I got Cormier beating Silva right. I got Aldo over Edgar. I got Velasquez over Travis Brown. I mean, this this card was fucking hella tight, and then. And then I lost. Okay, I got Kat Zingano over Juliana Pena, Johnny Hendricks over Kevin Gastelum, Dillashaw over Rafael Asuncao, Sage Northcutt over Enrique Marin, Diego Sage. Sanchez over Joe Lawson, Gegard Musashi over Tiago Santos, and Jim Miller over Takanori Kid Fireball Gomi. Dude, that is one of the sickest fucking fight cards ever. Musashi, Santos, Lauzon, Sanchez, and Gomi, Jim Miller was the early fucking prelims. This card is in, was insane. Wow. Because it was supposed to be Cormier, John Jones, and then John Jones got into the booger sugar. So that's why Anderson Silva. The booger sugar. <laughs> but I don't, man, I don't know if Brock Lesnar could hang in the... UFC, he's been gone for so long, and I think he comes back for one more fight. Was his last fight? Didn't he get his? Was was Overeem like his last fight where he just got shit canned? No, no I think Mark Hunt was his last fight at UFC 200. Yes. Oh, and did he? Did he beat? He beat Mark Hunt, didn't he? Yeah. Okay, he just pretty much like laid wrestled them, like pretty much controlled them on the ground the whole time. And to be fair, wasn't. Didn't win Overeem and uh, Alistair Overeem and Brock Lesnar fight? The UFC wasn't testing for like steroids, right? Yeah, and um, and Brock it was Brock's like first fight back from divert reticulitis or whatever. Yeah, he almost died. So like, Anderson Silva's or uh, Alistair Overeem's like, I'm just gonna kick him in the stomach the whole time. Yeah, yeah he pretty much just kicked him in his body and was like, Brock's like, oh, yeah, God, like, I just fucking almost died from this. 
Like, to be fair, like, I don't think, like, most of the world could beat him on steroids. Like, that man was, <laughs> man was like, seven feet tall. And <laughs> yeah, Overy was so big. Look, I'll say this. Somebody was like, I want to see... I want to see uh, I want to see Brock and fight John Jones once. I ninety five percent of the time John Jones is going to whip his ass. Oh, the only sure. the only chance Lesnar would have is if Lesnar got a hold of him. Jones, I don't think is strong enough to get him off of him. Oh, but he Kobe Covington them. Yeah, <laughs> like, but the thing is, like, I don't. I, I think out of a hundred attempts, he maybe gets him down twice. So yeah. it's like I just don't yeah. think it's happening. And that's I think and that's. Just see because of how big of a you can't deny how big of a freak even at this age Lesnar is like that yeah, guy is I a think, freak. I think a cool fight would be Lesnar versus Derek Lewis. Oh, oh Derek I'd Lewis! Watch is, that. I think Derek Lewis. Would, I think Derek Lewis. Would, but like, they're both big. If you get hit by one of their fists, you're fucking falling backwards. Remember when he hit like Randy Couture and he flew back like the whole length of the octagon? <laughs> Just think of the, the think of the pre-fight of those two. Yeah, I just I think Lesnar's so chinny though. Like, yeah. I well, mean, Carwin, Carwin knocked him out, right? Carwin like didn't knock him out. He Carwin ended up losing, but he like had Brock like wobbly all over the place and like almost like I think he almost choked so him out. Quickly. Like, look, look at when he got he got popped by Couture and he got back into it and beat him. Yeah, I, I just think Derek Lewis like puts oh, him mean, to puts him to sleep. Well, I, I think me, I think right now too, it's it's so much different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just but the the image of seeing those two guys with every time I see Derek Lewis, I just think about him saying his balls are hot with Brock Lesnar in a ring is just hilarious to me. My balls yeah, are hot. I, I was I'd laugh so hard. Who's like don't pay me enough? <laughs> like, dude, the, the 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 lead up would be worth it for those guys. <laughs> uh, remember when he won the title and he was he like told the world he was gonna go bang Sable. <laughs> you remember that? He was like, yeah, I'm he... lucky. I'm gonna lay on top of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he had a daughter who's now the shot put champion of the world at Colorado State. <laughs> right, bro. <laughs> His daughter looks like a female version of him. Yeah. Yeah. If if I'm the performance center in the WWE, how am I not clamoring to get her over there? Well, I'm sure she'll make her way, bro. I mean, they the fucking hired Rock's gonna, daughter. Yeah, the Rock's next one is the Ava Rain or whatever the fuck oh, her God. name is. <laughs> she looks like the Toxic Avenger. Like she has no charisma. Who stands? The Rock's daughters in NXT, and she just stands there with like this droopy face the whole time. Like, I don't like what you're doing, so we're gonna have a cage match. She's like an authority figure, I guess. I don't know how mm-hmm. she got there, but she is fucking terrible. She's worse than Dom Mysterio. Oh, Ryan, she, that's she's, your not, boy, bro. she's not. A, she's not a good wrestler. She's no. worse than Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's kid. Like, she's like Eric Watts' kids level. Like Gary Bishop level. Um, Arn Anderson's kid had a wrestler has a wrestler. Arn Anderson has a kid who's a wrestler who's terrible. Oh, he's so bad. He throws the worst gimmick punches I've ever seen in my life. Oh Ooh. man! It's uh, Brock Anderson is his name. Is he wrestler of the year? 
No, he's he is dog shite. He's gonna who's be on my worst list. Who's who's wrestler of the year, right? Mm, Will Osprey. Yeah. Who's WWE's wrestler of the year? Gunther. That's right. Gunther. <laughs> he fucks so, hard. So, so I got three strikes football? for you guys. Oh, three what, let me, strikes. Let me get my three strikes that were still on after uh, a half an hour of UFC. <laughs> Elijah, if we just guess them all wrong really fast, we can just go straight to football. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Mine is also eight people like yours. Oh, um, so it's your these, list, right? Yes, I know mine's right because I researched it. Um, yours was right to an extent. We wouldn't have got it right. We just they didn't have enough wins added up is all. You know what I mean? We still went the one. Um, yeah. Eight pl- so eight players have won a NBA MVP not on the team oh, that drafted them. Oh my God. Oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier than you think it is. I promise you. Just don't overthink an, an, it. An MVP for a team that did not. Is Steve drafted. Nash one, Elijah? Uh yeah. That is your first strike. Steve Nash was okay. drafted by the Dallas Mavericks. I thought he won. I thought he won one with the Suns. Suns. Yeah, but he was. Or no, he was drafted by Phoenix and traded to Dallas. Oh, okay. I thought he was drafted. I thought he was drafted by Dallas. Yeah, that that was one of the ones that threw me off because I said Steve Nash when I got this. Somebody quizzed me on this and I liked it so much. I took. Oh. It. Yeah, he was drafted by Phoenix. Is um, one. But then he was traded. Steve Nash was drafted. So he was drafted by he was drafted. I didn't. Steve Nash was drafted by Phoenix, traded to Dallas, and then traded back to Phoenix. Yep. And then the Lakers. Was, was it a was it a, a trade? Was it a draft night trade? Um. Let's see here. He played for the Suns for three years after. Yeah, he played for the Suns for three years. <sighs> Crazy. He was like about, 15th overall by the Suns. What God, about Kobe? He, Kobe, that is one. You're correct. Okay. I'm just trying to think of like people on the MVP that I know have been traded. Well, I think so. He was well, traded from the he was traded from the Suns to the Mavericks for Martin Mercy, Bubba Wells, the draft rights to Pat Garrity. And a first round pick, which which ended up becoming Sean Marion. God, for some reason I thought Steve Nash got drafted by Dallas. I'm an idiot. Yeah, no, I got that one wrong too. That was the first one I got wrong because I said Nash too. That's why I liked it. I was like, okay, they got me. They're going to get everybody, so I got to put this on there. Um, one's got to be Shaq, right? Because he was drafted by the Magic. Did he yep. win one with the Lakers? Yeah. 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 I'm like I can't I haven't followed like the NBA as closely as I used to lately. Um, I don't like I don't remember if, I don't know if LeBron has won an MVP outside of Cleveland. Yeah, I don't. If he would have, it would have been that year he was with the Heat. Oh yeah, I I think he's yeah, won I an think MVP. He with... Yeah, me too. Yeah, I believe that was his first one was with the Heat. Okay. Yeah. So that's three of so, five more. MVPs. Jordan always plays with Chicago, so he's out of it. 
is one KD or did he win his with OKC? Um, God, I can't remember. Is that an answer or are you just discussing? Nope, we're just discussing. That's not an answer because I don't know. I honestly don't know if he won an MVP with. Uh, okay, I know he's won one, but I don't know if it was with Golden State or if it was with OKC. I'm pretty sure Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he was drafted by the Bucks, I believe. And I'm pretty sure he might have won one with the Lakers, maybe. I'm, I'm cool to go with that as an answer. Okay. Uh, you are correct. Kareem is your number four. You got him. halfway done. Halfway done. Halfway done. Only one strike so far, and that was on the Steve Nash one. Four laps. So recent ones have all been drafted, like Giannis, Jokic. They all were drafted by their teams. Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Michael Junior Porters. Michael Junior Porters. <laughs> Nikola Jokic. Yo- 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 <laughs> I oh, ain't seen a man like that. One, one Nas Muhammad. The year James that he was with Harden. Houston. Yeah. One, one Harden. You are correct. Isn't that the year he averaged like the most turnovers but won MVP somehow? <laughs> Probably. James Harden. Guys, one of the best offensive players I've ever seen, but he is so bad everywhere else. Yeah. Just He looks like oh. Michael Doliak. I got I got I got one. Cuz oh. I think he was traded I think he was traded on draft night. Dirk <laughs> yes. Do you remember who? I would have never guessed that. Dirk was drafted by the Milwaukee Bucks, traded to the he Dallas was for Mavericks Robert tractor trailer. Yep, for the rights from Michigan power forward tractor trailer, who was nothing. Can you imagine? You traded Dirk Nowitzki for tractor trailer. I was thinking about this. That's I think that's worse. Than than Doncic for Marvin or taking Marvin Bagley over Doncic, which isn't even a trade. I think trading Dirk for Tractor Trailer is the worst draft day trade ever. Yeah, I mean that is that is incredible to think about that 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 dude had the same value on draft is Robert Trailer. It's sad, man. Super sad. So you have two left, one's in the 90s and one's, I believe, in the 80s. I'll give you that much. Oh, God. Okay, I I got one. Because I, okay. I, know, I know he won MVP, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't with the 76ers. I'm going Charles Barkley. Do you remember what year? Fuck no. Uh, 90, it? it's, it's got probably, it's one of the years that he won it over Jordan, so I'm going to guess 92 or 93. Yep. Yep, that was the exact year. Him and that Phoenix team, 
They went to the finals. Yeah. One left. One left. This one might and be a little bit tougher. from the 80s? Yeah, you'll, when you hear it, you'll know it. Was he, what position did he play? Can you give me that much or no? Uh, yes, this man played center. 80s. Um, okay. I, I have a guess from the 80s who was a center who is kind of like a forgotten name, but I know he was like really good. And I think he might have. I have one guess too. So okay. we have two strikes left. You have two. You have, you have only one strike total, two left. Okay, so you just give yours and then I'll give mine and then we'll just call it a day. <laughs> you go first. You go first, Luke. No, I don't want to go first. I want to know what yours. All right. Um, I shouldn't know this, but I think I think I got it. Um, I'm gonna go with Moses Malone. Oh, that was my guess. Well, you are correct. Yeah. Moses Malone won it with the Sixers. Was drafted by the Rockets. The only reason I was going to say that, because the other day, me and Ryan changed our gamer... Was it me and Ryan, or was it me and Jordan changed our gamer tags to Moses and Call of Duty? And I think Ryan was like, you didn't even watch Moses. <laughs> but, yeah, you guys did that. Colin, no shit, that's right. You guys totally did that. That's the only reason I got fucking my... Moses alone is. I was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. There's no reason I should have been mad, but I was just like... Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, that's the only reason it came to my head. I was like, I was like, I know he played in the eighties. Let's just throw him out. <laughs> uh, by the way, the opening fight Saturday from Sunny Hall, New York. Benny Bagai takes on Arviante Dukes. <laughs> <Ooh. Ooh. laughs> One guy has zero fights, and the other is making his debut. The main event: Johan Vasquez taking on Sen Butter. So what you're that saying means, is, is Luca Luca should win his MVP before he gets traded? Because <laughs> uh, real quick before uh, before we we jump into our mock drafts and talk NFL, we have we have we have some breaking. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Power Five, you know, move away. I thought Jesus that was in your Christ. breaking news clip, but it wasn't. No, nope. that. Oh, that was that was it. <laughs> that was a, we, that was a power five. Power five. <laughs> there is no more power five next year. <laughs> we uh we have bonus trivia, ladies and gentlemen. No, oh, I'm ready. Fucking let's oh, go. Lord. Someone call in. <laughs> it's only correct that uh, you get bonus trivia with a bonus guest. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. I just got soaked. <laughs> Jordan, take it away. Get it moist in here. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's only right that you. The funny thing is, you, you lead in with the NFL, and and my trivia is NFL related. Ooh. Oh no! Oh, I'm gonna kill this one. Let's go. <clears throat> Right, so uh, you know, there's up to what is it, 32 teams in the NFL now? Yep. 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 Why don't you pick a conference? Uh, are we doing this all three of us together, or just me and Elijah? Matter. Pick a division. Ryan knows one answer of this, of this, of of this. So maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he abstains from one from one call. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So pick a division? Yeah, pick a division. I mean, I feel like we should do NFC North because we're all Vikings fans. You <laughs> so what? That sounds great. That sounds great. Who were the last 4,000-yard passers for each of the four teams in the NFC North? Uh, Matt oh. Stafford. Matt for Stafford, the Lions. Yeah. This, uh, uh, do you want to do you want to start with the Lions then? That's what you're doing. Yeah. Hold on a second. I, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Did Jared Goff do it last year? Because they were losing a lot of games and he threw oh, them all. Are you, are you a saying lot. like? Are you saying oh the last? Okay, I thought you just wanted us to name like. People who pass from four thousand yards in NFC. Four thousand passer for oh, it's gotta be Cousins. No, no, I would. He's he's saying for the four teams. So, who was the last person of each of the four NFC North teams passer to throw for four thousand yards? So, like the last, the last quarterback for each team. Yes, out of the four. So the last Lion, Bear, Viking, and Packer to do it. So the last Vikings got to be Kirk Cousins. It has yeah. to be. He's been the quarterback for like what six years, and I think he's thrown for four K every year except for this one. Uh, what? Gr- that was right, right? That's good. Good. Yeah, that's what. All right. Green okay. Bay's is Aaron Rodgers because Jordan Love did not throw for four thousand yards, and he didn't play last year. So that <laughs> one's got to be Aaron Rodgers. Easy money. And I, then- I think. I think the Lions one Elijah is Jared Goff. I think he threw for four K one of the years. Yeah, I I I I'll go with I'll go with that. I think that is a great answer, even the though Goff. I don't know it, but I like the Goff thing. Goff Goff is correct. And uh, then the Bears have the Bears almost tanked it on the on the first go. Have have the Bears actually ever had a four thousand yard passer? I don't think they've ever had a four thousand I think Jay Cutler's Cut, the closest, Cutler's but I don't think the he closest. ever yeah. I don't think he ever threw for 4,000 yards, though. Now, I'll tell you this one I know just from giving Jen shit, that I don't know who the – I don't know the answer, but the two things I do know I'll say um, to try to see if I can get it somewhere is ever since the 16-game era started in the end of the 70s, they've not had one person do it. And I know for a fact the closest, I think, with like 3,700 yards or something was Eric Kramer. So yeah, I know I don't he was think the closest. I don't think they ever Aaron have. Kramer. Yeah, I'm almost Mike positive <laughs> that's the closest. What a, what a name drop. What about Mike Comzak? <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying... Rex Grossman didn't, I, throw, didn't throw a 4K TV out the window? No, no. I don't. Like, he's still like 3,200 yards. <laughs> what the resounding no? But I couldn't tell you if there's one before that, but I know Eric Kramer is the closest. I know for a fact. I don't think they ever had one. I don't think they've ever had one. My answer is they haven't had one. Cade McNown. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm going there isn't one. Henry Burris. I'm going to treat it like Luke because Luke Mark, walked in first. Luke, you, you are correct. They've never Marcus had Moreno. <laughs> I think That's I believe they're the only team in the history of the league to never have one too, which is hilarious. That's crazy. If you think I about mean, it, that's crazy. They've had some bad quarterbacks. I got bad quarterbacks. Guys, if you're curious and want to carry forward, all right, let's go to the NFC South. NFC South. All right, just uh, take your take your first pick. Uh, the Saints is Drew Brees, no question. I don't even have to politically debate with you guys. 
<laughs> That's correct. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Tom Brady. Again, we don't even have to debate. <laughs> He's very confident in the, in the South here. Let's, let's hear it. I'm just gonna let Luke. I'm just gonna let Luke do it. Just the, Fel- the Falcons is Matt Ryan for sure. Matty Ice, all this ice and, on the ground. And then I'm unsure about this one, but I'm pretty sure it's Cam Newton. I think he threw for 4K that year they went to the Super Bowl. You think he was the last one to do it? Yeah, I think so. What about Jake DeLome? No, I, I think it was Cam Newton. <laughs> Jake DeLome, did he, did he even play quarterback? Luke, like, I know Luke he does. Shut it down. Luke shuts it down. It wasn't Verline. Give, give, give him a sound effect, Ryan. You deserve something. Jesus. Chris, Chris Wanky. I um I I got I got one for you. here you go this here you go. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. 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 We'll play some get crunk in the background. Oh yeah. So uh with that being said, you, you shut it down. Do you wanna pick the next one or do you wanna let somebody else get, give a try there, Mr. Smarty Pants? <laughs> if one of them wanna go. <laughs> Uh, Do you want me to keep going? I was going to cheat. I was going to say, give me the rest or the West. <laughs> but you have the NFC West? Let's go, let's go NFC West. All right, Luke. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rams you're, you're running the table. With, with, with uh, Matthew Stafford for, the, for what team? The Rams. Okay. Uh, the Seahawks is Geno Smith. He did it last year. Okay. Uh, I believe Arizona is Carson Palmer because I don't think uh, your boy Murray's done it, Ryan, has he? No, and I don't think Warner did either. Yeah. I think Warren didn't do it with, uh, with Arrows? Nope. Nope. I like how I'm trying to hype up the answers. Like, I, I don't have them all in front of me. <laughs> didn't, didn't, John, didn't John Skelton pass no. 4,000 yards for the no, Cardinals stop. one year? Just stop it. <laughs> Josh Rosen, that one <laughs> game, came in and threw for 4,000 yards in one game. That, it was crazy. My, my Arizona quarterback situation <laughs> was, was white people hell, like I'm going to Cafe Zupas and Ian. Didn't Tom Tupa come in one day and play play quarterback for the Cardinals? Tom, yeah, Tupa. Tom Tupa. Uh, Luke, it's, it's, if you, it's if you need a lifeline, right? it's got to be Palmer. Uh, yeah. so, uh, but either way, you guys you guys made a good you guys made good guesses. Are you are you content with Palmer? I am. Yeah. Right. Palmer That's right. Correct. So you got three three of the four. Who's who's the Niner? I, if you I need a lifeline, I know the Niner. Ken Dorsey. It's Ken, not Dorsey. Ken Dorsey. I know the Niner one. Tim Rattay. Tim Rattay. It's, it's not him Tim either. Rattay. Elijah, you're not allowed to participate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the last 49er to get 4,000 yards? It was, it was Jeff Garcia. Cat, bro, you didn't know that. I did, actually, because they had it on, like, a broadcast one day that they've had all these great quarterbacks, like Colin Kaepernick and all these people. And none Jeff Garcia is an easy guess because – yeah. Kaepernick never threw from that many yards, yeah. and they, like the quarterback. Jimmy got, G they were, didn't either. No, they were rolling out quarterbacks like I was naming, like. <laughs> Ken Dorsey, like he was naming Miami. Let's go to you. <laughs> Ken Dorsey, Tim Rattay, yeah. Jim Drunken Miller. Jim Drunken Miller, hell yeah. 
Luke, all you got is the NFC East. The NFC East is the easiest one. It's Dak for the Cowboys, Eli for the Giants, Carson Wentz for the Eagles, and Kirk for the Redskins. Or the Commander, sorry. You got that. Yeah. You did uh, both West. I'm sorry, you did did the West? Yeah, you did the entire NFC. Let's pick an AFC one. Okay, pick one for me. I'm ready. The West. The West? Mm -hmm. The West. Oh, that one's easy, too, actually. It's Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City. Justin Herbert did it his rookie year for the Chargers. Uh, Derek Carr for the Raiders. And then Peyton did it for the Broncos. Did Derek Carr get a 4,000 yard season? He did. AFC South. Let's go. Yeah, AFC South, buddy. Oh, God. This one is going to be the hard one because I'm not sure about the Titans. (laughs) Uh, The Texans is Deshaun Watson. Oh, I'm not sure about the Colts one either. Uh, I know the Jaguars is Trevor Lawrence. He did it either last year or the year before. I can't remember which one. I think it was last year. Um, That's good. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. I'm trying to think if Ryan Tannehill's thrown for 4,000 yards or Steve McNair. No, Steve McNair never did it. Yeah, I think no. the mm-hmm. highest he got was like almost like 3,000 or almost 3,000. So it's, it's got to be Warren Moon then, right? Because those are the no. only two quarterbacks. No. I think you don't, you're right. I think it's Tannehill. I, I don't think I don't know if he's thrown for four K there. Though. I don't know. I That's really where I'm confused. Think I don't know. Derrick Henry got hurt. He did. You think so? Because they still won the division without Derrick Henry. But I look. You you've nailed twenty two out of twenty two. Who am I to fucking counter? That is true. I'm gonna think on that one. I'm gonna go to the Colts. I know this one. This one I, I do think know. It's. And, it's Philip Rivers, right? He yep, did it that year he was there. Yeah, okay. That's good. I could, That's good. Down to I one. Could, Down to one. I, I couldn't remember if it – I think it's Warren Moon, Ryan. I, I want to say Tannehill, too, but I don't think, I don't think he's ever done I don't it. Think Tana, I don't think Tannehill did it. I think Tannehill you, had you guys, all of his look, like – You guys are probably right, too, because I, I don't pay – I don't like Tannehill, and I don't pay attention to the Titans. I just – I feel like <laughs> – when when they won like twelve games and won the division without a running back, they had to do something to win. I, I think it was close, but I just I, I don't think, think he had. I, I don't think he had it. I'm gonna go Warren Moon. That's my answer. Can't lie, bro. Can't lie. That was right. 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 Fucking a right. Damn, he got it. I right, thought right. Teddy Hill got two thousand four thousand. I think he started passing out when Henry got hurt, but I think he like Elijah said. I think he barely missed it. It was like thirty eight hundred or something. So, uh, so that said, you got you got two division bus. Yeah, which one am I doing? Ryan, you call it. Ryan, call it. Uh, east. East or south? Uh, I'm sorry, east or uh, north? That north. Okay, let's do Ryan. You want me to do the east? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. Patriots is Tom Brady, no question. Mac Jones. No, nope, Tony dick. Easton. Tony no, Eason. no, it's Tom Scott Brady. Zolak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Bills is Josh it. Allen. The subterfuge here, I love it. Bills, Bills, Bills is, is Josh Allen. Bills has got to be. Don't say Emmanuel, Amazing. whatever the fuck his name was. He's Emmanuel. He's Emmanuel. All right. What about Thompson? So uh, Ryan, Trent I Edwards. Think Ryan, I think this season you're Rob, thinking of for the Rob Dolphins. Johnson. 
I think Tannehill old. did it for the Dolphins, Ryan. I think that's what you're thinking of. I think they did it for he did it for the Dolphins that year. They made the playoffs like as a wild card. He did it for the Rock. He did it for the people. Because two was never thrown for 4K. He threw over 3,800 for the Titans that year. It wasn't four, so that was wrong. Okay. I think Tannehill's the the Dolphins' answer. Because two has never done it. He's been hurt too much. And then Tannehill came. I think it's Tannehill's my Dolphins' guess. Correct. And the Jets one. It was... It was Jay Fiedler. Come on, man. Oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> Ryan, did Mark Sanchez ever throw for 4,000 yards? Because if it's not Mark Sanchez, it's, it goes all the way back to Joe Namath because they haven't had a Brown, quarterback before him. Browning I, I already Ken O'Brien. the answer what I believe it is. What do you think? Ken O'Brien. Because I said, I said them and the Bears are the only teams that never have thrown for 4,000 since it's a 16-game season. You don't think Joe don't, Namath did it the year that he won the Super Bowl? I, I, I think 16-game no. season. Joe Namath no, was in the well, 60s. The 16-game the the season the didn't start till 78. So I think you're right. With, I think it is Joe Namath. I'm going Ken Joe O'Brien. Namath. Fuckers are cheating. I, I just know football. <laughs> if you did this in, like, for basketball. You got one division left, and, 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 and let's see how this goes. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna know the three, but I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna know the Browns. I know the Ravens is Joe Flacco because I know Jackson's never thrown for four thousand yards. I know the Bengals is Joe Burrow, and I know the Steelers has been Roethlisberger. But I, anyone have any idea who the Browns is quarterback? The last one to throw. You got, you got, you got, you got the entire league on lock except for the Browns. Yeah, I. Um, the last. The last. That's okay. four thousand yards passer for the Browns. Cleveland all day long, it, right? So it's only right that they're in the last place in your Charlie Fry. Charlie Fry. No. Braden uh, Weedy. No, he didn't play enough. That's the issue. Is I can't think of a quarterback that would have like no, played I, a full season I, to do it. So those, it's got to be Vinny. It's got to be Vinny Testaverde or uh, or uh, what's his face, um, Bernie Kosar. Yeah. <laughs> no. Jordan, can Here's I get? Can I get a before the 80s or after the 80s, or will I give it um, away? The only reason I'm not going to answer, Luke, is because those BDGE guys that me and Isaiah watch, they did something similar to this, and I know the answer from watching that. That's why I'm not going to Oh, is this the one that you know? Yeah, I do. I know, I don't, I've never heard of the guy, but I know the answer because okay. I, I've already seen it on a trivia like a week ago. I couldn't tell you who he is Probably or anything sure. about him. And I couldn't even tell you how to pronounce his name, but I just I know because of that, because of watching this already. Jordan, do I get a hint or no? Uh, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. He ended his career in the '80s. Okay, so he's an older quarterback. Oh, I know. I have two mm-hmm. answers right now. When did you say I... he ended his career, Jordan? In the '80s. In the '80s. Yep. He was before Kosar. Oh God, Art Schleichter. <laughs> is it? Is it? Yo, is it Derek Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> is it Tim Couch? No, <laughs> too soon. Wasn't there a guy for the Browns? Wasn't there a guy for the Browns who like was before Kozar? 
Yeah. Not Otto Graham, but no. he was before Kozar, who was, like, supposed to be really good, and then he got, like, injured yeah. and, like, yeah. destroyed his shoulder and kind of, that like, kind of ruined his career or something. Yeah, he has, like, the two what most a passing yards side, By the way, looking at, uh, looking yeah. at Arch Lichter. I have uh, I have two answers, and I can't decide which one to go with, but I know it's one of them. Let's hear it. It's Brian Sipe, I think is his name, and Bernie Kozar. I can't think of which one it is, though. So, so Sipe was one you like. You had to do some sort of research to pull that name out of your ass. No, I just knew there was two Browns quarterbacks from before the '80s or on the '80s that were good, and I knew one was Sipe and one was Kozar. Mm, I'm I'm still feeling shenanigans, but uh, Sipe was the final answer. I would have went. One, I would have went Kozar like, anyway. I would have went Kozar because I don't know anything. The about more the more name recognition of a uh, of a quarterback. Yeah. Didn't Sipe like hurt himself and like kind of. His career kind of went busto after that. I couldn't even tell you who the fuck um, he was. I don't want to deal with the film. I just he he has the number number eight five two and one all time for him because I pulled up their uh, Pro Football Reference. Baker Mayfield third, by the way, or fourth. It, uh, apparently, uh, Schlicker had a great uh, arena football career. <laughs> shout out, his, shout out his, to his uh, Brian Winfield Sipe who went to Grossmount College in California before going to San Diego State. Uh, so uh, Schlichter, uh, his NFL statistics: three touchdowns, eleven interceptions, only a thousand passing yards in his career. Nice, <laughs> my man. Dominated the Arena Football League. Highlights include Arena Football Six champion, AFL MVP, first team All Arena, second team <laughs> All Arena. All right, that dude is the tightest. His career Arena Football statistics ranging with 105 touchdowns to 28 interceptions. 6,067 passing yards and a whopping 92.21 passer rating in the Arena Football League. <laughs> Legend. Nice. <laughs> I, I also, you also got to give give a shout out to uh, Sheerdrick Boner, uh, who was cool. yeah. was one of the greatest Fair. quarterbacks in Arena Football history. Played for the Arizona Rattlers. You could use him on the EA Sports Arena Football video game that came out that me and Joe Nielsen used to crush. I wonder if my I wonder if my friend I wonder if my uh, my friend was on the Arena Football game. <laughs> I yeah, they had, dude. They, the, the game was so tight it was Madden, but you could throw it off like the nets and shit for the alley oop ones. I got so I got to figure this out. Shedrick Boner. Boners. <laughs> well, let's we we got four minutes left and we're we're going into OT. So let's uh let's crack our mocks. Let's crack our mocks. I'm gonna try and make it through this. <laughs> what did you say, Eliza? I said I'm gonna try and make it through this. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> well, you got you got four minutes, Doc. I, I'm going to bed in four minutes. All right, let's we'll, do this we'll script go, then, Ryan. 
we'll go through our mock drafts and then. So the premise behind our mock today was it, it wasn't what we think they're going to do, kind of like we, we kind of do it normally. Uh, we did what we would do if we were running the draft. If this was our team, we are the GM of the team. It's not what we think they're going to do or should do. It's what we were going to do. Um, to keep him honest and, and, and alive and awake, Elijah, we're going to have you start uh, with each team. Uh, Luke, you want to go second or you want to close? I want to close because I'm a closer. All right. So we'll go Elijah, me, and Luke per team. Uh, the number one pick in the draft and trades uh, trades are eligible. Trades are eligible with the Chicago Bears. On the clock to start us, Elijah, what would you do? What would you do? Oh, yeah. What would you do? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. What, what, would you, what, what, what would you do? Because... I don't I don't know if I want to give up on Justin Fields yet. Like it's getting close, but I don't know if I want to give up on Justin Fields yet, but being that I have two first round picks, maybe I should draft a quarterback with one of those picks and see if he can beat out Justin Fields, and if he does then we can trade Justin Fields. But you can also draft another player. Are you serious right now? As well. Ken Williams, all right. I was in a no, pick. I, I have the oh okay, okay, redacted. Pterodactyl, what? I think I think I'm gonna go Minus five stars. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Marvin Harrison Jr. here. Marvin Ooh. Harrison Jr. Big weapon. The number one Big weapon. pick in the draft. I need a, I need a weapon for I need a weapon for Justin. <laughs> that was me doing evil Steve music. <laughs> Uh, with the number one pick in the draft uh, in short form, I am not giving up on the new and improved Drew Bledsoe-like statuesque Justin Fields, who I love Drew Bledsoe, so I say that I love. I am going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. as well and give this man a weapon with DJ Moore. It's a good pick. I like it. Uh, if I am the Bears, I side with Ryan. I don't, I don't think I give up on the Bears. I mean, give up on Justin Fields. Yeah. Give I give up on, I give up on, Fields should give up on the Bears. But if I'm the Bears, I'm not giving up on Justin Fields. And I'm actually going to trade this pick. And I'm going to get what I can for it. And I think a perfect suitor to trade up to number one, just by watching the Vikings game last week, is the Oakland Raiders. I think Ooh. they should well, trade up. up? Uh, so I gave up the sixth pick this year, a first next year, and my second this year to get that pick. So a first and second this year, and then my first next year. What, and then what, the other what, what? Go ahead. I was, what, what did Aiden O'Connell not show you to have you think <laughs> that he's <laughs> the future? He's not the future. And <laughs> I have the Raiders taking Caleb Williams with the first pick. All right. We are in overtime, y'all. So if you have uh, stopped being able to hear us, you can podcast us when we are complete. And um, 
Anybody have a shout out to? Future. We have, she we is have not seven, the future. We have, shush! We have, we have 17 days left in the year, and we are only 12 plays away from 40K on the year. Just want to point that out, y'all. So appreciate you. The biggest, we, this is the least amount of action we've ever done in, in radio, and it's one, still one of our better years because of the earlier half when we were on there. So just got to give a shout out. I was pretty shocked when I saw it today. Number two, New England. Elijah, you're on the board. I'm going, uh, so since I didn't take Caleb Williams with my, eh, you know what? Well, you know, I don't know if Bill Belichick's going to be there next next year. He's not. He's not. He's gone, bro. All right. I'm going Caleb Williams. Ooh, good pick. Good pick. I, I was so, going to say Drake May if, if Belichick was going to be there, but they need a QB. So I, I feel like there's always the QB shenanigans that happen. And I think because it's the New England Patriots and they're just such a weird dichotomy of an organization top to bottom that they don't necessarily do the things that are the right move. They do the things that's going to benefit them. And sometimes that's your best thing, but sometimes that's also your detriment by not taking the best thing. With that being said, I have the New England Patriots taking Drake May, North Carolina. Good pick. Uh, if I if I'm the New England Patriots, you gotta address the elephant in the room. Mac Jones is a stinker because he's from Alabama. Fuck you, doof, if you listen. Um, <laughs> and uh, he he just sucks. He's awful. Uh, I have the Patriots taking Drake May from North Carolina as well. <laughs> that shit was tight. Damn. Uh, <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals. And pick three, Elijah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing yeah. Becky back. Yeah. Let me talk yeah. to you. Let me talk Let me to talk you. Let me Tell talk me, yeah. to you. Yeah. I'm gonna go uh, Oli Fanshanu Wawu here. He's a five eight white dude here. that weighs a hundred pounds. <laughs> yep, according to Madden draft classes. I will never forget that. Hey man, Olu Fashano is like the best tackle, right? Yeah, why? How come he's some five four hundred pound white guy on my team? <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking. He's I'm going, he's I'm going running up. his life. I'm going Olu here. I would love Olu Fushano there. I just was taking Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, last year from Oklahoma. I feel like they don't need to take a tackle. Um, well, and I feel like another, they're taking another tackle. <laughs> I have them because I don't. With, I don't know what's going on here with the New York Jets. And the Jets moving up from seven to three, giving up a third rounder this year and a second next year, or a second this year and a second next year with the seven pick. And I have the New York Jets taking Caleb Williams out of USC. Uh, I Gift have Ryan about to have a brain aneurysm. I think, cool, baby. I think the, you know what's coming. I think the Cardinals realize oh, yeah. that Kyler's their guy. Yep. They need weapons for him. Marvin yep. Harrison Jr. here. Oh, I'm so honey. 
That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, and RL is better. Let's go, baby. Commanders are on the board, Elijah. You can tell Ryan's hard right now. Commanders are on the board. They're off when we're drafting. Their offensive so line is terrible, 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 terrible. terrible. I'm going Joe Alt here. Jordan, where does Joe Alt play? Uh, the Ohio, Ohio State University. No, <laughs> he does not play at the Ohio no. State University. He's the starting left tackle for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Yeah. I'm joking, man. Oh, I'm man. joking. I'm, I'm over here just chilling, bro. That's okay. I'm I'm chilling too. Don't you worry. I'm chilling. And All right. I got you the white going girl and the gummy. Go um, to bed. I'm going to bed because I'm t- I'm tired and I'm I'm gonna just keep saying dumb stuff. I'm okay. Purpose, give me your, just do this. Give me your give me your top ten and then we'll sayonara you and we'll finish. Top ten. I'll text them to you. Bye, Felicia. Did <laughs> you boot him? Yes, I booted him after that one. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> what happens when you don't do your, you don't do your homework on the Ryan the Ryan Sportscast Radio? <laughs> I, I hit it with the Rev X. Cut that bitch off. <laughs> yeah. Where's the? Uh... Where's his sounder? He has his own sounder that we'll close that part with, and then we'll we'll knock this out uh, speed round. Here we go. Here we go. You gotta do like a read. Okay. Yeah, Elijah. <laughs> you can hear Jordan in the back. I'm like, hey, hey. I guess Jordan was there for that one. All right, let's knock this out speed style. Because I'll play some games. Luke, who do you got going to Washington? I also took Joe Alt. I also took Joel. Uh, Chicago Bears at number five. I have them drafting uh, Leatu Latu edge out of US or UCLA. I have them protecting Justin Fields with Olu Fashanu. Nice. He needs it. He needs it. Uh, Raiders, I have the same thought just later on. Quarterback, uh, I went Jaden Daniels. Dang, you're tight. At number six, I have the Bears taking La- Leatu Lotu, or whatever the fuck his name <laughs> is. Leatu Lotu, yeah. Uh, number seven, I have the Cardinals taking Malik Neighbors, which I'd be just as okay with Neighbors as I am with Harrison, so that's okay. I have the Jets protecting Aaron Rodgers with J.C. Latham. Latham, he's a, he's a big boy. Um, I This is where I have Olu uh, Miyua Fashado from Penn State going uh, to the New York Giants. I went Jaden Daniels here. Hey, that's not a bad pick. Uh, over over to Jordan's Tennessee Titans. I have them getting a much-needed weapon on the field there. A wide receiver out of Washington, Rome Odunze. I have them taking like that. Kool-Aid. I like the Rome Odunze all day, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Kool-Aid McKinstry. Oh, you got Kool-Aid going there. Um, number 10, which I think would be the best thing to ever happen to this offense that needs that. This offense is great and uh, for the Chargers. They just don't have a spark. And I feel like this guy is that spark, and he helps them. Uh, tight end out of Georgia, Brock Bowers. Same. Yeah, I think that I think he would be so perfect on that team. Like, he would he'd be Antonio Gates for them. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, with the Falcons having the least amount of sacks in the NFL still. 
I believe I'm going edge rusher out of Florida State, Jared Verse. So the Falcons were a weird one for me because I feel like they could draft any position probably besides <laughs> running back and improve something. So I went best available with Malik Neighbors. Ah, dude, another weapon if you're going to keep using Ritter's on a bad thing. Uh, Saints, I have needing an offensive tackle here to protect Derek Carr. So I went with a man you went with on the Jets, I believe it was. I'm going J.C. Latham on Alabama. I went with the Saints. They got to revitalize that pass rush. Cameron Jordan's old now. Um, I went with Dallas Turner. Um, 13th, I stuck Bama boy. And I also, for them, went Dallas Turner edge out of Alabama. For for Seattle, I went Jared Verts from Florida State. Ooh, that's look either one of those guys. They need. I I agree. An edge rusher is great for that team, and I don't think you can go wrong with either of those two. Yeah. Um, the Rams showed that they could be a dangerous team in the playoffs with the way that they just played the Ravens. I feel like on Sunday, and I feel like they're a play away from being able to go back to that run in that division. And I think you need to just make sure that, that Stafford can stand up a little more. So I am taking Talisi Fuega tackle out of the Oregon State Beavers. Damn. We don't talk about him for a while on mine. <laughs> um, I have them. I agree with you. Their offense looked superior against the Ravens. So I went defense because their defense looks uh, awful. Yeah. I went. I don't even know how to pronounce this dude's first name. Demion Robinson from Penn State. Demion Robinson. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, this this kind of a little bit of a, a run here on the corners, but that's okay. Uh, but I had the Denver Broncos at 15, taking Clemson corner Nate Wiggins. Oh, that's a good pick. Good pick, man. I think he's going to be the best cornerback. I I think going into the combine, he's going to come out of it the best. Whether he'll well, have the we'll, best we'll be there to find out. Hell yeah, brother. Brother, uh, I have the Broncos beefing up that defensive line. They traded Bradley Chubb last year. They got, mm-hmm. they've lost some pieces. I have them taking Jerzon Newton. Hey, uh, from Illinois. From Illinois. Um, then at sixteen, I go with a, another Alabama corner. Uh, this time, I'm taking Kool Aid McKinstry for the Cardinals Ooh. at sixteen. So I, I think have... Arnold might be better. He's got more intangibles. But I just like McKinstry's motor. And I think that's what sets him apart for me. Gotcha. Um, So uh, where are we? 16, Arizona, right? Yeah. So at 16, I have Arizona taken who I feel like is the best corner. And that's Cooper DeJean out of Iowa. Yeah. That dude can play, man. And he played against some really tough talent in the the Big Ten, too. Yeah. Like Kaliamakis on the Gophers. Uh, He's so number good. 17, I have the <laughs> Buffalo Bills taking uh, Jerzon Newton, Johnny Newton out of Illinois. Gotcha. So I had to restart my draft at this pick because I got some intel. I don't know oh. how reliable it is, but there's a lot of rumors going around in the league. I hear that Stefan Diggs will not be a Buffalo Bill next year. 
So I have them taking Keon Coleman. <laughs> FSU, okay. Look, I think Keon Coleman could go in the top ten also. I really Oh, for sure. That dude could play. Um, the Bengals, they need to keep their quarterback standing up, so I thought this was a no-brainer. Uh, I went Amarius Mims tackle out of Georgia. Oh, I like that one. Um, I just gave Joe Burrow another weapon because I feel like <laughs> – yeah, There you go. Why not? Did you give him Mecca Ekbuka? No, I gave him uh, Rome Adunze. Oh, Rome Adunze. I forgot he was still on your board. Let's go. For Washington. Um, I think the Packers need a safety, and I refuse to ever give them a gopher, so I went with Cameron <laughs> Kitchens out of Miami. <laughs> I gave the Packers Great a very good tackle. Um, the Buccaneers at 20, I gave them Bo Nix. I almost gave the Packers Michael Penix Jr. because I was like, are they just going to say, fuck you, Jordan Love, and I just couldn't do it? <laughs> I was like, I can't. Listen, see, it's still six and seven. They're not dead. Yeah. Uh, I took, I gave the Bucks a Mecca Egbuka. Oh. I think, I think they're going to sign Baker to a long-term deal. He did better than I think they thought he was. And I think, maybe not long-term, but maybe like a three-year, you know, like 20 million or something. Mm-hmm. Um, at pick 21, I gave the Colts uh, another weapon with Keon Coleman for AR-15. So I have a trade here. Oh, shit. Mainly because I didn't have anyone on my board I thought the Colts needed at this moment. So I had the Colts trading. Let me go up. Hold on. I had the Colts trading down. Sorry, I had Pittsburgh trading no, here we go. Okay. So I had Detroit. How did I do this? Hold on a second. Okay, this is what I did. I had Pittsburgh trading up with the Colts to 23, and then the Colts take Nate Wiggins, cornerback, to pair with Joey Porter Jr. That's what Saints, happened. Saints, or the, the Steelers you do? Yeah. Okay. Um, at 22 for the Minnesota Vikings? Michael Penix Jr. Michael Penix Jr., baby. Let's go. <laughs> is that what you did? Yeah, that's what I did. Hell yeah, baby. Let's give me Michael Penix Jr., baby. Let's go. Or give me Shadour. But he ain't coming out of the way. Exactly. Uh, 23, I went Cooper DeJean. Cooper DeJean. What team uh, is this the, on yours? This is for the Steelers for me. It'd be Colts for you, I believe. Okay, so I have the Colts trading back again. Damn. To the Lions. Cuff your chick. And the Lions taking Taron Arnold, cornerback, Alabama. Oh, I like Terry Arnold. I think he might me be too. the best corner. Yeah, um, he, at 24, I gave the Houston Texans uh, C.J. Stroud's homie, Emeka Igbuka. I would have went somewhere else with this pick, but C.J. Stroud got destroyed in his last <laughs> game. So I gave them offensive tackle, Buwaga from Oregon State. Yeah, that's a good pick. You got to protect really the future, pick. and he's yeah. the bright star of your team. Yeah, I know. He's so much better than anybody thought. Mm-hmm. I'm bleeding out of my thumb all over the place for some reason. Oh, that's suck it up, baby. I am. I'm literally sucking it up. Oh, um, yeah. Kansas City at 25. I feel like third year's got to be a charm to get this right. I have them taking Xavier Leggett out of South Carolina for wide receiver. I have them taking Graham Barton offensive tackle. Ooh, from the Duke Duke. From the Duke Duke. Um, <laughs> edge rusher Penn State, Chop Robinson. I have going to the Jags. 
Jags, I have them taking Braylon Trice from Washington. Man, I have a lot of Washington cats in this fucking draft. He's like a defensive tackle or something, right? Edge rusher? Edge. He's an edge rusher, yeah. Uh, I have the Lions doing the same thing as you, but getting him at 27, and that is taking Terry on Arnold. That's tight. Uh, I have the Colts here. This is where they ended up, and they got the edge rusher they need in JT Tumalau out of Ohio State. <laughs> uh, 28, I have the Eagles getting Tyler Newbin safety out of Minnesota. God. The Eagles? I hope not. I'd cry. I know. Just getting better. They just, just add more to their riches. So I have the Eagles drafting a brother from who they drafted last year at this pick. And that is cornerback Kalen King from Penn state last year. They took their, his brother Caleb out of Georgia. I also think Kamari Lassiter could be a good pick for the Eagles, but um, I did take him 29 with the Miami dolphins. Shout out to his dad, Kawame Lassiter who played for my Cardinals in the nineties. Ooh, I have the 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 Dolphins taking Cameron Kitchen safety, Ooh. Miami, keeping him home. Um, at thirty, I have Kalen King, uh, going to the Cowboys. Ooh, I have them taking Kamari Lassiter. Nice to pair with. Uh, that I have. I mean, what's his name? Diggs. Trayvon. I feel like the Niners don't need anything. So I'm just going to give them another tackle and give them Graham Barton, uh, who he gave away earlier from Duke. I gave him a tackle, too. I gave him a Washington tackle. I gave him Troy (laughs) Fatanu. And then at 32, I have the Ravens adding Adoni Mitchell from Texas, wide receiver. I have, at 32, the Baltimore Ravens getting the best safety duo in the entire league by pairing Tyler Newbin. (laughs) <laughs> with Kyle Hamilton for the next 10 years. I will say I think that Xavier Worthy is better than Mitchell on Texas. Me too. But I think Mitchell is going to go higher because of this build. See, I think it will change once the combine happens. I think once the combine happens, there's a few of these positions that I think once the combine takes place, it's going to restructure. I think the quarterback's one. Yeah, I I think you could I think you could very well see Drake May, uh, Jaden Daniels, or Michael Penix be the first pick instead of Caleb Williams. Now, yeah, I've seen drafts too that have gone Williams, Daniels, and then May. Where and then I think there's always that one random that gets snuck in there. Yeah, and I think wide receivers. When I think Marvin Harrison's clear cut going to be the first one. Like there's no way. But after that, well, and Malik Neighbors, they'll be the first two. But after that, it's kind of, I think it could change depending on how um, the combine goes. Same with tackles. There's like eight good tackles in this draft. Well, the, and there's there's six easy first-rounders potentially for cornerback in the first round, and I think those could go in any order. Like, I think yeah. Kool-Aid McKinstry could go as high as maybe eight or nine. I think he could go late as in the 50s. Oh, for I think sure. they're just all so talented, but they all do their own thing that it's just, it's a, it's a, it's going to be an interesting run at corner. It is. I think I would like to see as much. I think I, we texted about it earlier. My ideal draft for the Vikings is quarterback in the first 
And then I want Blake Corum in the second. Blake Corum, yeah, I like Corum. is the Michigan fucking kid. deal, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I almost think if if like your your quarterbacks left on the board are let's just say Bo Nix and let's say like Cooper DeJean falls to you at twenty two, like you'd be stupid Take not him. to Yeah. That kid's gonna be could be the best corner in the class that fell to you. Yeah, I I think Bo Nix I would rather have Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, or Michael Penix over Bo Nix. Me too. In an ideal world, ah, no, never mind. That would never happen. I was going to say it would be sweet if, like, we got um, Cooper DeJean in the first, uh, Blake, like, uh, J.J. McCarthy in the second, and then Blake Corum in the third. Oh, yeah, there you go. I'd be so happy. Yeah, I'd, I'd like that a lot more. Like, it's... I don't know. I'm interesting. And and here's somebody too that we didn't even talk about. Um, I've seen Brian Thomas Jr. the wideout on LSU going as high as eight to Tennessee. Yeah, I didn't even look at him. I think this bowl, these bowl games too, are gonna decide a lot because you got to think a lot of these top quarterbacks are like you know playing in it. Mm-hmm. You got to think. Um, Penix is in it. Uh, McCarthy's in it. I think uh, Drake May is in a big bowl. Uh, Caleb Williams isn't in any bowl because he sucks. <laughs> I I do think that we need to watch more bowl games than normal this year. Oh, I do too. I think, like like I said to you today, I think if Michael Penix wins the Natty, I think he'll be the first pick. I there's like no doubt. In my I don't think you can argue it. But you, I don't think you can say the same for J.J. McCarthy, though. Like, if J.J. McCarthy goes out there and wins, I don't think you can say he'll be the first pick. Yes, yeah, so like I'm looking at a mock draft, and I, I've seen Penix uh, as low as 42 to the Raiders. See, I don't think he'll fall that high. I think I think you're going to have a – I could be they wrong. Have, they have us at 52 taking, taking the Vikings taking Spencer Rattler. Oh God, I'd die. I would never. Uh, yuck. I'd rather draft Quinn Ewers at that point. <laughs> yeah, I do not want Spencer Rattler. Me neither. I mean, you could. I just have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of teams that some of these quarterbacks are going to start to fall and you're going to see teams move up. I think someone's going to trade for that first pick to get ahead of the Patriots to draft whatever quarterback they want. I mean, you could see like the Giants are there. They probably need a new quarterback. You could argue the Falcons. Well, here, here's the thing though. You got Here's where I, I think I think it's very hard to comfortably say that the Bears are going to trade the number one pick. And I say this with with the simple reason being, if they're not taking Mayor Williams, who are they taking with their top pick? It would have to be Marvin. I don't think any other player is worth the first pick other than Marvin Harrison, to be honest. So your thought press is we'll trade down and just draft later, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what – I guess that's what I would do. You know what I mean? There if I'm the Bears no, GM. There's no way – that Harris goes past three. 
Oh no, there's absolutely if so if he's there if at three, want, the the Cardinals are stupid not to take him. So if you want Marvin Harrison Jr., you can't trade the number one pick. That is true. You can't. The only way you can trade is if you're going to flip picks with New England, which we we have seen. Yeah, but if you're New England, wouldn't you just call their bluff? If I'm New England, I'm just sitting where I'm at because I get a choice of Caleb Williams, Drake May. Michael Penix, if I, fa- you know, if I favor him, Jaden yep. Daniels, Daniels, yep. I get, I get whoever trades up to one, whoever they don't choose. And if the Bears stay there, and I mean, there's like a good chance I'm gonna get my choice at two. You know what I mean? So that's why it's just one of those things where the only, I think the only way the Bears are trading that pick is if they don't want Marvin Harrison, or if they get an offer they can't take. Like, who's to say they don't fucking like? You know, who's to say, like, the Vikings or someone down there that needs a quarterback for the future? You know, the Vikings, the Tampa Bay, you know, the Saints, something like that. Who's to say they don't call the Bears and go, we'll give you the next five years of first-round picks? Or, you know what I mean? At that <laughs> yeah, point, you don't yeah. have to say, sure. Like, you, like you couldn't not say sure. Yeah, because you could still grab – you know, Malik Neighbors or something at five, most yeah. likely. Or, I mean, even if you want, like, you could draft one of those tackles to protect him. And then, at yeah. that, I mean, those later wide receivers like Keon Coleman, uh, Egbuka, if he's still there, depending on where you trade back. Mm-hmm. Worthy, like we said. Yeah, yeah. Odunze, depending where he yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a lot of capital. They're in a, they're in a good spot, I think. Yeah, I think their biggest mistake is going to be is if they take. I think their biggest mistake is if they take a quarterback. To be honest, that's the only way I think they fail. Yeah, if they take a quarterback, and you don't trade Justin Fields, you're you're giving the impression that you want to give up on him, but you can't. Well, and the other problem is the minute you draft another quarterback, Justin Williams or Justin Fields is no draft or trade value. Yep, and he's got all the pressure. You know, at any time yep. you could put in that rookie quarterback. You know, well, he almost doesn't have any trade value at this point now because if 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 Hugh came to me and said, "Hey, you know, I know you need a quarterback, and we're looking to move on Fields. What do you think?" I'd go, "Well, it means you're taking Caleb Williams, so I'll give you a fourth rounder for him." Well, that's yeah. not fair. Well, I know, you, but I know you need it more than I do. Yeah. I still think the Vikings should have traded, for, tried to trade for him and give up like a fourth or a third round pick and just yeah, see if they took it. Yeah. Just see if they took it and be done with it and and just live life that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see with the bowl games because there's been a lot of players who have said that they're not playing in the bowl. Like, I don't think um, – like I don't think uh, what's, I don't think Joel Alt's playing in their bowl game because he's going to get ready for the draft. Um, that Ohio State quarterback isn't because he's transferring to Nebraska. McCord or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, Saturday is our first bowl game, so it's Friday. Is it? I thought Saturday. No, I think it's Friday. I mean, the big ones don't start till Saturday, but Friday there are some like, stupid the, little so ones. So Saturday at, at 11 p.m. Eastern is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. 
that it's the Cricket Bowl, the RL Carriers Bowl, Avocados Bowl, Isleta New Mexico Bowl, Starco Brands LA Bowl, Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Oh, you're right, yeah. Is there any big ones that we should watch? UCLA Boise might be a big one. Yep, because of Latu. Um, Cal, Texas Tech, they usually always have one or two good players that get drafted. Yep. So we got a couple other of than, that night yeah, to watch. Yeah, there's nothing really good other than that that's good. What about Sun? Nothing till that next Saturday. Monday is the famous Toastery Bowl with Western Kentucky Old Dominion University uh, Tennis or University of who's that? Texas San Antonio against Marshall and the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl. Yeah. So Monday and Tuesday's bowls are stupid. Thursday's bowls dumb. Um, Friday's bowl is dumb. No Saturdays, one from Georgia Tech, UCF, is there? Yeah, Saturdays will be good because Duke, that tackle, Barton. Yep, yep, that's a good point. Um, Utah is ranked. They should have a couple yep. people. Um, Northwestern's dog shit, who cares? Eastern Michigan always has rando kids like Max Crosby's Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Tuesdays after Christmas should be good. It's Minnesota, so we'll get to see Tyler Newbin. Uh, it, they got the Kansas one. They were good for a lot yep. of the year. Virginia Tech, Tulane, North North Carolina. We, we could see Drake May that Wednesday. Yeah, Oklahoma State. I think's got a couple kids that will go later. Same with Louisville. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the first round though. Uh, USC. Worth watching always. Where's that? They play Louisville in the Holiday Bowl on Wednesday. Oh, Southern Cal. I just didn't read. Dude, USC lost that much. They weren't. They went underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Dog shit. <laughs> that dude way isn't. Oh, Miami's got kitchens and stuff too. That'll be a good one to watch. Yep. And then Friday. That next Friday is going to be when the big ones start because you'll have Ohio State. Well, so Harrison we have and Nick Al- Alamo Bowl. We have Arizona, Oklahoma too. Yeah, I, all the good players, though, from those two teams are staying or transferred. Like, Dylan Gabriel's transferring to Oregon. Um, so he's staying a year. That running back, Brooks, is staying. I don't think they have anyone, like, big, big coming out. Like, nothing real exciting. Yeah, I, I didn't have anybody on either yeah. team in my first round. Yeah. Friday's is going to be Clemson, I mean, Kentucky. Good. Clemson, yeah. we could see Wiggins, Nate Wiggins. Yeah, and then Ohio State's got Ibuka, Harrison. Tony the Tigers Sunball. Yeah, it's Oregon State Notre Dame. Ninth, and they don't have anyone projected in the top ten. I mean, in the top first round. That's crazy. Oregon yeah, Oregon State, State you got that ta- sure both the tackles, the two big tackles we have yeah, in the first Fuega. round. That. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Fuega, Alt, if Alt plays. Saturday's going to be good ones, yeah. Penn State's yeah, got Caleb some big King. names. Shop Florida Robinson. State's got some big ones. Georgia. Yeah. Jared Verse. Yep. We get, we get yeah. a little Jared Verse action. Keon Coleman. Those are fun. Yeah. LSU Wisconsin. LSU Malik Neighbors. That will be a big one to what? What day is that one? Jaden Daniels. We get to. That's on uh, New Year's Day. Yeah. Those will be big ones to watch because LSU Neighbors. Yeah. Jaden Daniels. Oregon Liberty versus of Oregon. Bo, because of Bowden. Oh, How did fucking Oregon get the 23 ranked teams? Don't they usually twinkle each other? <laughs> <laughs> like, when they were deciding this, they were like, oh, fuck, we forgot Liberty. 
the Citrus Bowl, Iowa, we could see Cooper DeJean. Yeah. Man, this Oregon uh, Liberty game, I'm not sure. This is the last game with Bo Nix, literally fucking. It, it, it might be 60-0 to zero at halftime. Is this is this a rig? Are they did it on purpose to help Bo Nix out? Man, this game literally might be might be 60 to 0. Like how did this happen? Like it should have been like Oregon fucking who's number 7? Ohio State is what it should have been. <laughs> so Liberty finished ranked 18th in the country. Oh, so they were just they must have went down then for something. I don't know. Uh, Liberty well, I guess LSU went, gets Wisconsin too. That's crazy. Liberty went 13 and 0 on the year. Maybe I shouldn't talk shit, but <laughs> I'm excited as a Vikings fan and as a person who likes to draft. I'm excited for a couple of these. Like LSU's game will be big to watch. Obviously, Alabama, Michigan, and then Washington, Texas will be big. Mm-hmm. Iowa, Tennessee will be big for Cooper DeJean. Penn I State think Luke, miss. we should try to put together a list together of all the top draft picks team. And, and when their bowl games to, are, yeah, we should just try to discard watch them together when we can, and just how do our, how do many our picks diligence. do you want to go? I don't know. I mean, if somebody, I think anybody that could be anywhere from the first to the fourth rounder is worth it. Okay, so like what top one hundred maybe? Yeah, top hundred, hundred fifty. I mean, we can you know we can put together a list. You know, it won't take too long. I just. You know, or even we should. What we should do is we should look at our at the the mock draft site, and we should just look at the like top fifty at each position, and anybody who's in a bowl game, write them down. Okay. You know, or top twenty or whatever. Or like people we think that are worth, like at QB, for instance. Like, I don't think we need to watch Spencer Rattler's bowl game. Is he even in one? Um, South Carolina Gamecock. Are they in? I don't think so. Coastal Carolina, North Carolina, NC State. No, it doesn't look like they made a bowl game. So I think what we'll have to do is is we'll have to – I think for some of these, though, we're going to have to figure – for instance, like they have Spencer Rattler ranked the 96th quarterback or the 96th overall player. But he's not in a bowl game, but, like, Carson Beck is, like, the 131st, but he's in a bowl game. So, like, is it – do we – you know what I mean? Like, do we need yeah, to watch so like, Carson Beck? So, as an example here, I, I, I'm on I'm, – yeah, so you see yeah, so you see Carson Beck's on there, right? Yeah. Um, like well, you said top an, 50 at every position, right? Yeah, just to kind of see where they're at. Like, while I would never um, – where was that one game I was looking at? Because I was just kind of I like Virginia Tech versus Tulane. Probably not going to be the greatest game, but Michael Pratt is, you know, what two, four, six, eight. He's the number nine ranked quarterback. Why not watch him? Should we just do top ten at each position? Yeah, and I think there's some positions that we, you can expand and like. Oh I yeah, like more than corners. Like you could do yeah, like wide top. receiver. Yeah, I mean, top corners, you don't even get down to, like, the player rank of 107 till you're, like, 20 corners in, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some you of know, these guys won't even have a game. Like, Auburn doesn't have a bowl game this year. 
Wake Forest, I don't think, does. TCU doesn't, I don't think. So, I mean, there are some teams that aren't even going to have bowl games, so we don't even have to worry about them. But I'm down. Yeah, there's about 40, 50, there's about 50 quarterbacks that are realistically going to be coming out for the draft. Like, if we can pick and choose some of their some of their bowl games, yeah, maybe it's worth, like, who's to say we don't, you know, um, guy I can tell you, I've never, never heard any, never seen anything about it. Who was, they had, I thought, a pr- pretty prominent game. So we talk about Iowa with Cooper DeJean, right? Mm-hmm. We might as well make note of Joe Milton. They have him ranked 167 behind Jordan Travis and Carson Beck. So he's oh, the sure. number 12th ranked quarterback. Might as well yeah. just make note of it because we're there. So it's, I just mean we should do some scouting for each of the bowl games and kind of see if there's people that oh, for could sure. be drafted yeah, yeah, yeah. in a good spot and watch them. And especially if we're, you, you know, look, you know, uh, Luke said it earlier. There's a very good chance you're going to see Sportscast Radio at the Combine this year. And maybe the draft. But I just want to do our due diligence, and if we're going to really go and cover it and do this stuff, let's make it count. So that's some fun. You know what we could do? We could this week before next week's radio. I mean, I don't think Elijah will do it just because he said he doesn't have the time. Um, mm-hmm. we could each develop a list, like on Word or Excel or whatever, of each position. So we'll go through this list here. You know, we'll start at QB and we'll write down the names of the players we personally want to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, there so, you go. We'll combine the list and we'll add it together. So, like, obviously, you know, Caleb Williams is going to be on both of our lists. But, like, mm-hmm. for instance, maybe you want to see that Tulane guy. But, like, maybe, um, you know, and I want to watch Quinn Ewers, for instance, or something. You know what I mean? And we mm-hmm. both have them on our list, but we can add them. And that's how we'll develop our list. Yep, I think that's the way to do it. And I don't mind trying to put together, uh, um, like, a comparative list over – the course of tonight into tomorrow too, since I'm off and I ain't got shit to do. And I like doing this kind of stuff. So sure. I mean, ultimately, you know, our, our goal is to give you guys a listener, some good content, you know, two years ago when me and Luke were committed to doing a sports cast, I thought we were doing some, we had some momentum going with our box drafts, our guests, you know, things like that. And I want to get back to that. Yeah. And I think we can be, one of the top comprehensive draft coverages in the in in the U.S. here, if we really worked hard because we have a good eye for this kind of thing. So, that's right. Just personally, this is something I think we're going to try to do. But we we are going to get kicked off here. Um, as How we, long? We have twenty minutes left until they. Okay, I have before moves. we leave. I have one thing I want to say. You heard it here first. Steals of the draft are going to be tight end. Jatavion Sanders from Texas. Have you seen this kid play? Yeah, yeah, he's a big boy. Fucking freak, bro. He's like <laughs> six nine, like two fifty of solid muscle, and he runs like a four, like a four six forty. <laughs> it's like imagine uh, DK Metcalf at tight end, just thicker. God. <laughs> and then my other steal is gonna be Jeremiah Trotter Jr., bro, from Clemson. Ooh. Whoever gets him in the second or third round is going to get a fucking steal. I don't think he's going to sneak in the first. He might at the end, depending on how that bowl game goes and um, his combine. But dude's a Mm -hmm. freak. I think if he's going to go, it's going to be like the Joey Porter Jr. and he's going to go to Pittsburgh. 
Oh, for sure. I could see that. Um, I wanted him to go to the Vikings at the start of the year, but that Ivan Pace Jr. dude that we drafted from Cincinnati mm-hmm. is is a stud. Have you like he's? Yeah, he he was huge in that Raiders game. Yeah, he's he's all over. He can run, defend. He can blitz the quarterback. He's good in pass protection. He reminds me yeah. a lot of uh, the who are the brothers we had the at linebacker. Linebacker. The, it was a long when Brett Favre was here. We had two defensive tackles that weren't brothers but had the same nope. last name. No, nope, they were brothers. They were. Google it before we get kicked off because it's going to bother me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Not those like sages or whatever, whatever. They no, were, they sucked. <laughs> We had like they're like the twins, I think. The Hendersons, EJ oh. and Aaron Henderson. There you go. How do I, I I I kept thinking Kendricks, and I'm like, it's not Kendricks. No, that's who I originally wanted to say, but uh, not Eric Kendricks, but the other Eric. No, what's the other one's name? The other one never played for us. Yeah. But yeah, the Henderson. You remember them? They both one played middle mm-hmm. and one played outside linebacker with uh, Chad Greenway. They were just yeah. EJ Henderson beef. was awesome. Yeah. Remember when Chad Greenway was tight, and then we just couldn't tell him we didn't want him to be on our team. It was just dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Chad Greenway jersey. I did too, because he he was super good when he came out of Iowa, and he was awesome. And then he just got old, and then he just couldn't cover anyone, and he couldn't do anything. <laughs> and like the coaching staff was just like, "Oh, he's been here forever. We can't tell him to leave." Yeah, we'll just, uh, hopefully he just retires on his own. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he just <laughs> dies this year, and we don't have to play him anymore. <laughs> Hell no! Hell no! No, no. Yeah, to the no. <laughs> but that, that was all I had was those two players. They're gonna they're gonna be studlies. <laughs> well, I think that will conclude us here as uh, we definitely went longer than we we're supposed to. Hell to the no, to the no, no, no. That's easy, three feet. Oh, and the Logan is left. <laughs> All right, y'all, we will catch you. Uh, hopefully, we'll be coming in the next couple of days here. Uh, WrestleCast Radio with our Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame talk that we have going. Uh, excited to get that brought to you guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. Obviously, more SportsCast Radio as well. Trying to get back into it. We don't want to fake the funk. We want to prove that we are tight as fuck. That being said, we are out. And as Alex would always say, say goodnight, Ryan. Goodnight, Ryan.